Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. It's Brandon Tierney and Sal Licata on WFAN The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. I want you to listen to me clearly here, okay? This has nothing to do with the results of the last four games. It has nothing to do with the results of last night's game. The New York Knicks, however, are not a championship team. Like, the realizations, we could get excited and hopeful for getting guys back, BT, and what they could do in the postseason. I can't wait to see what Brunson could do. Hopefully Randall, hopefully Ananobi, what this group, what Tibbs could do in the postseason, try to go through the gauntlet in the Eastern Conference. They have a, you know, a, a chance to get to the Eastern Conference Finals. The reality is they're not as good as the Celtics, and they're not as good as anybody in the West. The New York Knicks are not a championship team yet. Okay. So... Why didn't you say this before the injuries? Well, I, I didn't feel it then the way that I do now. The real First of all, to be a championship team prior to the injuries, right? My mm-hmm. thought was that everything has to go right for this team to be a championship team. Mm-hmm. And then it didn't. Randall went down, and that's the first, oh, crap. And then Ananobi wasn't supposed to be a big deal, and then he has surgery. And then the trade deadline where I was hoping for a championship move you know, they mm-hmm. showed up the bench with Bogdanovich okay. Okay. and Burke. So it's multiple things. Okay. None, none are the results of the last four games with the lost four straight. That has nothing to do with it. It's the other things combined with that to be a championship team anyway, it all have to be lined up Gotcha. Perfectly. All right, I just wanted to reestablish that. I thought you might say that. I just wanted to be clear. So, you know, the, the interesting thing about what's happening with the Knicks now, is it really that dissimilar with, with I, I think on some levels as a parallel, the New York Rangers? Rangers have won five straight. Shesterkin's back in the pipes. He's won mm-hmm. two straight. Okay. Now, before that, you go back to mid-January, the Rangers had lost four or five, and their star goalie was uh, – he had the worst save percentage in January. Right. They had injuries. They were playing poorly. Shesterkin got benched, and now look at the Rangers. I'm not saying they're going to win the Cup, but they're obviously they a can. very, very good team. And if they get a little lucky in the right matchups, and Shesterkin is back to mm-hmm. being Shesterkin, they got a puncher's chance. I say this because, first of all, I don't, I don't agree with Sal. And that's very different from getting on the air and saying the Knicks are the favorites to win the championship, start booking, you know, NBA Finals tickets. No, nobody's saying that. But I think you've got to react to a couple of things. Number one, what's happening literally with the Knicks, and, and it ain't good. You know, you know about Randall. You know about OG. Hartenstein's been out as well. Right. The Vincenzo with his hamstring. And even Bogdanovich, right. who just got here, didn't play last night with the calf straight. So, it's ridiculous at this point with all that. I've never seen anything like this. Right. I really haven't. And that's not hyperbole. I've never seen this where every every one of their, their best players is out. Any team that I've ever watched or rooted for or covered, I don't think I've ever seen this. So that's the Knicks stuff. And it's a little depressing. And it's, it's if it's not depressing, it's absolutely deflating. Because there was a minute not too long ago we're sitting here saying, I mean, 
Knicks going to win 53, it, 54? It, it built up to a point where they were the team in the league yes. to watch. Yes. They were must-watch, and then boom, it just, yeah, the bubble burst. But the bubble burst for things you can't control, and the bubble, and like, if, if the bubble burst because, you know, we, we, we had a team, and we were excited because they've given us so little, you know, this century for the most part, and we overstated or overinflated who they were. And then they played the Celtics full, I mean, fully healthy, and they lost by 19. And then, you know, they played the Bucs, maybe at home, and they lost by 12. Like, they, they, and it was like a reminder to us, a sobering reminder. I mean, it was fun, but they're more of a mid team. No, that's not the case. The, the, the bottom line is this Knicks, Knicks got screwed. We got some bad luck. But that's part of it. I understand that, but it's not permanent. And, and it's temporary. All these guys are coming back. The co- They're all coming that, back. That's fine, but the combination of what has gone on plus the the lack of superpower move at the trade deadline. See, that's where you and I absolutely and, fundamentally and, disagree. And even, that doesn't worry me at all. Like, even going in, even going in before the injuries happen. It was, like, to say the Knicks were a championship team was a stretch. Now, we got caught up in the hype, and you want to believe it. Hey, why put a ceiling, right? We talked about that. Why put a ceiling on a player? Why put a ceiling on this team? Anything is possible. On any given night, they could be as good as anybody else. However, it's not just one game. It's the best of seven series, and they weren't good enough then. Then the injuries happened. Then the trade deadline happened. They're not good enough now, now I don't think that I'm saying anything that's crazy. No, here. I don't. I don't think you are either. I'm just disagreeing. But it's not nuts. But, but like the reality is, and I guess what happened to me personally was with the bubble bursting, right? All that great energy, all the hype, all the excitement, bubble burst, and then I get to the point where, oh, not that this is what the team's going to be, but the reality is. You know what? They were never a championship team anyway. But again, keep in mind, there's the Knicks reality, which is almost unfair at this point. But then there's the reality, you've got to incorporate this, of what's going around the rest of the of the Eastern Conference. I got news for everybody. There's two teams playing well right now. The Boston Celtics have, I think, won 9 of 10. And the Cavaliers are red hot. Celtics are on a different level. No, they are. But just to give you an overall right. state of the conference, you know, the Bucks have lost 6 of 10. Since Doc's gotten there, their defense has always been deplorable. They're not winning now. Philly's lost 7 of 10. The Pacers have won just 5 of their past 10. So, I understand. That this is not optimal. But I'm going to tell you. Well, in, in, in a lot of ways, while you, you don't want this to happen, to stifle the momentum and the enthusiasm, mm. Knicks were taking over the city. And it does stink that it's been temporarily thwarted. But... It will be restored, and it will be restored the big way because the only thing that I worry about with this team, not to the point where I go after the coach like some other people do, but the minutes is an issue. In a weird way, this is actually a gift because it is forcing the Knicks' best players to unplug, get healthy, regenerate, and be fresh for the run. Fine, but again, my issue here, saying that they're not a championship team or they can't win a championship – really doesn't even have that much to do with the injuries because I do believe, you know, it's not a season ender for Randall or for Ananobi. You know, we'll, they'll get healthy and we'll see what they can do. My issue is that I don't think that they're good enough okay. to win it all. Like, let's say Embiid comes back for the Sixers. And let's say because the Knicks can't get healthy enough for the majority of the rest of the regular season yeah. that they end up with the four or five seed. And they're, by the and way, they, they're in the four spot right now right. for those who don't know. Go ahead. And they match up with Philadelphia. Yeah. Like if it ended today, four or five matchup. Flip a coin. Thing. I like the Knicks chance. Let's well, go. Well, but but now you're talking about Philadelphia with Embiid. Okay. 
Like that. Okay. Flip they didn't a, beat play last time. The Knicks went down there and beat it by twenty. Coin, flip a coin in round one. Now remember, not to keep bringing up the nineties, but in the nineties, round one was never a flip of the coin. Round one was like. It was like scrimmage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you show up and you, and you mop the floor yeah, with somebody. Yeah. The no, Cavs, the Hornets, whoever. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, let's yeah. move on to that, the that real That series team. is tough. That one series, 93, whatever it was, something like that. Let's move on to the real playoffs now where you get the Pacers, yeah, yeah, the yeah. Heat, the Bulls, whatever. Uh-huh. So it's going to be a battle to go, like, even in the first round. Let's say they do get by the Philadelphia 76ers. Mm. Can they beat the Celtics, the Cavs? Well, the, the Celtics Bucks, are better, and Bucks, I understand that. And that's what I mean. So... Like, the reality is, while we want to get caught up in the hype, and while I believe Brunson is a superstar and Randall can be the second-best player on the championship team and do love the other pieces, I think they needed one more piece. Not a major piece, but one more legit piece as opposed to to Bogdanovich and Burks, who, you know, they're like fillers on the bench. They needed one more piece for me to think that they were a championship team. They didn't get it. And then the injuries... And then the realization of, you know what, they're just not that good anyway, or as far as the top, top teams in a league. When was the last time you put together a puzzle? Probably not in a while because your daughter's only two. Oh, no, we actually did one the other day. Oh, okay. The Count What was it? The Count from Sesame Street. Oh, I love the Count. Yeah, Count was good. All right, so is it like, you know, seven, eight, nine pieces because she's only two? It's not like a thousand, which is incredibly daunting, right? right? All right, so like some of these museums have have these puzzles, whether it's, you know, something Mm -hmm. like that, though. I don't know uh, the lines in Africa, which is great. I mean, we got we have a few of them. National okay. Geographic, right? So you sit down, and when you disperse all the pieces around, it's it's daunting. It's like it's it's not going to fit. How how do we, where do you start? And right now, the Knicks feel like a puzzle that's not going to fit. But then get a little deeper into putting the puzzle together, and now things to oh yeah, you can actually see it visually coming. Oh, that slips in there. This is perfect. Oh, here we go. Oh, and it's oh, nice. I'm telling everybody. I'm not, again, I'm not saying they're going to win the champion. That's not about some, some crazy bold declaration in the middle of February. I'm looking at these pieces, and I have no doubt that they're going to fit. They got a superstar. They got a terrific coach. They got another all-star. They got shooters. They got depth. They got size. And they got stones. I love this team. Right. It's tough now. I'm not gonna... I get it. Don't overreact to what has been maybe the the most unfair set of cards any team we've watched for a while has been dealt. They've been dealt tough. I'm not... This ain't right. I'm not going to disagree with all you just said. I don't think they can win a championship. All right, we disagree. That's the difference. So you're saying you think this Knicks team yes. can win a championship? Yes, I do. I, I've not said that for a while. Conference championship, win it all. No, no, absolutely. Represent the Eastern Conference. Get to the West. Take on Denver. Take on whomever. The Clippers, whatever. Minnesota, and let's go. And again, it's not. They're not going to be the favorites. Right. I get that. No, I know. Do they? Last year, did I think they could win it? No. I, even though I was hoping I think, for it, I think it comes this down year to, I do. It's not about predicting whether they will or exactly. won't. Exactly. Predictions that they are meaningless like, at like, this so, point. So the way that we do it would be. Like, we talk about this with Mets and Yankees. Like, the Mets max out, in my mind, like 85. Uh-huh. Yankees max out at maybe 100, win team, whatever it may be. Knicks, to me, max out at an Eastern Conference Finals appearance this mm-hmm. year. You're saying they max out at a potential championship. I put no limits on what these Knicks can do. I love them. BT and Sal on the fan. Our friends at Town Fair Tire remind you that at Town Fair Tire, you always get the guaranteed lowest price on name brand tires from Connecticut to Maine. Nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody. Tim is calling from Northport. What's up, Timmy? Hey, I, I agree with uh, BT. I think that uh, the Knicks, they're, if they get healthy, they're a runaway from being a championship team. If they get hot at the end and everybody stays healthy, it's going to be like putting those pieces to the puzzle back together. I, I think it's very similar with the Rangers, too. But I think the Rangers are one 
piece away still. I think the Rangers, see, the, I differ. I think the Rangers can win a championship because they have the pieces to me to be a championship team. Now, will they? It's a different story, but I think they can. I don't think the Knicks have enough. You you don't think the Rangers need one more piece? Yet? Well, I mean, there's also I, I still would... the there's also still the trade deadline. I look at it where yeah, right. the Rangers need to fine tune a little bit here. Nick's trade deadline is coming on, but the Rangers have the main piece in Shesterkin. They need to get him going. So I believe they can win a championship. Now after the deadline, if they don't make the right moves, maybe my opinion changes. As of right now, I believe it's open for them. I do not believe that's the case for the Knicks. Yeah, and I think Shesterkin is getting hot. I, I would like to see him maybe unload Kako and Jones and try and get Tom Wilson. Well, what about the Knicks? Uh, I, the Knicks, if, if everyone gets healthy and they, and they get hot, I don't see how they can't win. I mean, think about this, Tim, and thanks for the call. Listen, there's not much in between for us. Now you think about our, our plight for many of our teams in this city, mm-hmm. which is grossly overstated. And we've said this a million times. Mets give you nothing. Jets give us nothing. You know, Knicks for the last century have given us nothing. More than that, I haven't won since 73. Right. I mean, it, it is what it is. You know, the Rangers haven't won since 94. The Islanders haven't won since the the, the almost the mid-80s. The Devils are a very well-run franchise with a smaller fan base that I respect. But, I mean, uh, come on. We're not sitting here in a championship, you know, where everybody's just busting out these championships. So, I say that because when we get the first sign of improvement or right we go nuts we go a little that's nuts. what happened with the knicks yes but we also subscribe to the converse unintentionally we can't help it the first time something goes awry that's it we're Agreed. done the sky's falling we've got the team's not good enough why didn't we do this why didn't we do that the guy that we think is a superstar is not good enough to get us where we got to go i'm telling everybody right now however you feel right now scrap it forget about it and put it to the side and visualize again what this team was three weeks ago. Randall abusing people. Brunson, a top ten player. I don't know. Hartenstein finding get... shooters oh, I, everywhere. Can't it be somewhere in between? Because I think well, it you're. Could be. I think you're right. We get overly excited and emotional when things are going well. We get overly negative and down when things are going poorly. That's why, to me, once that bubble burst, it wasn't, oh, this team sucks and they're not going to get out of the first round. It was just a wake-up call and realization that they're not a championship team yet. However, it doesn't mean that things are bad for the franchise. Obviously, you can't be in a better spot than the Knicks are right now with still the potential to add another big player in the offseason with a puncher's chance this year to do some damage in the Eastern Conference. I just look at it like... Where if you ask me what the Yankees' ceiling is this season, even though I don't believe they're going to get to a World Series and win one, mm-hmm. their ceiling is absolutely World Series win. Not just appearance, World Series win. Okay. The Mets' ceiling is postseason. right? Maybe they went around in the postseason. That's their, like, max. The Jets, maybe they win a playoff game. Giants get to the playoffs, maybe win a playoff. Like, those are max things. The Knicks... Eastern Conference Finals. I don't think that that's a like that's not. No, a say, bad. That's not a bad thing to me. The teams, with the, the three teams with the highest ceilings. I would say the Yankees. I would say the the Rangers, Rangers. and I would say the New York Knicks. Now, before we get back to these calls here, and and I hear you, and I think some people will agree will agree with you. But if you don't think the Knicks can can win a championship, you're saying that you don't think that they can get to the NBA Finals. Because you can't win if you don't get to the NBA Finals. I don't think that they will. Understood. So now let me push back and ask you directly, what teams in the East can the Knicks not beat? Because that's where I go. In the best of seven? 
in the best, like that they simply they just don't have the horses. They're, they're the Celtics. The, see, sure I disagree. The they can't come. On, I did. They're what do you mean? Come on, Tatum's going to be stifled they're, they're, by Ananobi. Who's oh, going? Yeah, I what? mean, come on. No, no. I'm, when I say stifled, uh, I, no, no, Sal. I don't mean he's going to average 12 and a half points per game. Right. He's going to have to work for it, which means he's going to be a little tired in the fourth quarter. I don't love the Celtics' depth. I think that I don't. their depth is not good. They're, they're, the top of the roster is very good. I don't even know if I love their coach. I don't trust their coach to win a championship. So I look at the Celtics, and yes, they would be prohibitive favorites to beat the Knicks. Knicks, Celtics, ah, seven-game series, Celtics home court. Celtics minus... 180. Well, you're saying win. it could happen. I'm saying they can absolutely be beaten. What's so good about the – is McHale playing? Is Parrish playing? Is Garnett playing? What about the Cavs? Is Paul Pierce playing? Well, I mean, the Cavaliers are, are really playing well. Um, I'm worried about them. I respect them. And I do think the team that the Knicks beat last year is different because the the young bigs that right. the they're Knicks feasted on – they're not in diapers Here, anymore. Here's the other aspect of this. As I, I want you, you're like you're kind of pumping me up and getting me sucked back well, I mean, in. I believe this. Yeah, I, I know, believe and, it. And I don't. i got to get level-headed and not be emotional here. Here's the other aspect of it. While I believe Randall is going to actually have a good postseason, you know, the fact that he had a significant injury, that's like a, oh, here we go again. And he's still got to prove it. Randall's got to prove it in the postseason. Brunson has to prove that he can carry a team through multiple rounds in the postseason. Tibbs has to prove it in the postseason. This group has to gel and come together prior to and then in the postseason. Like, there are a lot of variables here, which to me lean no toward beating the top teams and even the Eastern Conference. Tino is on Staten Island. What's up, Tino? What's up, boys? You guys are the best in the business. First, I want to start off by saying that. Love talking to you guys when I get on with you guys. Um, Thank you. And I love, nice. you guys talk Knicks ba- I, I love when you guys talk Knicks basketball because it just, it just, it's the New York City resembles Knicks basketball. It's the best sport in the world by, by, by all means. You know, BT, I love basketball. I'm much like you. It's, you know, when the Knicks are good, the city's good. Yeah. Now, Back to talking to the Knicks. BT, I'm totally with you because I look at the Knicks' top 10 guys on the roster. And if you compare our roster to Boston's roster, Boston's depth is atrocious after the first five. Our bench is much better than theirs. But you know how the playoffs go. The top five guys are going to play 40 minutes. Each guy is going to play 40 minutes. So there's not much wiggle room when it comes to the bench guys. So my question is, you know, with our guys that we have coming off the bench, like Josh Hart, you're going to have uh, uh, Hartenstein because Mitch is going to be back. Mm-hmm. You're going to have Bo- uh, Burke M- and yeah. Bo- Bogdanovich. Yep. We can't play everybody. The minutes, the, you can't play more than nine, ten guys in the playoffs. Usually gets deducted to eight. Who do you see mm. not playing? I honestly, BT, I don't like Burks. He's so trigger happy. Yeah, I'm with you, you Tino. Know, that, those guys, we talked. We talked about this last week. Those guys are going to have. They have to make a decision. We talked mm-hmm. about whether it would be yeah. who we say a chew. Oh no, Hart maybe losing some minutes. Hart would. Chew, I like uh, a chew in certain matchups. But, done a nice job. Yeah. But be, but they, he, uh, Tibbs loves Hart. I can't yeah. see Hart playing less than thirty minutes tonight. No, he no, he, he's not playing thirty he, minutes, team. He, Thanks for the call, there, buddy. It, it, listen, if everybody's healthy, Josh Hart's not playing thirty minutes regularly in the playoffs unless it's unless he's red hot or somebody twists an ankle. That's not going to happen. Score. I like him too. He can't score. The guy, I will tell you, and it really hit me watching it last night. And I was more excited about Bogdanovich. I understood the Burks move. He's a pro. Familiarity. Plug him back in. Mm. He, he's not going to play much. Who? 
Burks. I told you, dude. No, no, no he's not going to play much when it matters. I'm just, he's, he's, I watched him I again. I don't want to say like, he stinks. Yeah, what do we, yeah, I just. I told you. Well, no, no. I, I'm I, not saying you are like I'm getting my frustrations out. because <laughs> You no, didn't like it. I didn't like it because I watched him. And be, oh, Burks, what do you like about Burks? He drives me nuts. Yeah. I remember watching him. He did some good. But did a lot of bad, too. He drives me nuts. He's not a championship player. I'm not huge. And my point being, I'm not a huge fan. I'm, I, I think that he's going to he's gonna probably play diminished minutes. You know, again, I don't want to get too nerdy here. It's all matchup specific. Who's back? Who's got foul issues? Blah, blah, point blah. Point is, they get healthy. They have a deep team, which is a good thing. Yeah. But some of those guys, the new faces, minutes are going to be lost. There's here. two items here. Yes, that's the way it goes. Two items that they've got to juggle. Number one. They've got to distribute the minutes and and you know properly allocate roles, and that's up to Thibs. And number two, when everybody's healthy, they've got to gain chemistry fast, right? And that's tough. And the, I admit that. And I got gotcha. you. These are part of my issues, saying that the Knicks cannot, in fact, win a championship. Unfortunately. This year, BT and Sal on the Fan Warrior calls on the other side. Your official station to talk Yankees. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. Brandon Tierney, Sal Licata back on the Fan. Talking Knicks to start the show today. Knicks, of course, heading to the All-Star break. So it'll be a while before we see them back in action. Maybe that's a good thing, the way that they've been playing here. Loses a four straight again, losing last night to the Magic. To me, though, BT, it's not just about the loss uh, or the the four straight losses, the losing streak here heading to the All-Star break. It's not just about the injuries. It's about the realization that they're not a championship team. And it doesn't mean that you can't have great seasons. Like, this is a conversation for another day as well. We talk about, well, if you don't win a championship, it's a worthless year. No. Last year was a fun year, winning a playoff round. You always feel like you hate to leave something on the table. And I do think the Knicks last year left something on the table. They should have beaten Miami in that second round. Then you would have feel like you maxed out. I feel like if your team maxes out, Mm -hmm. then you had a great year. Like, I always reference the 99 Mets was... To me, more fun even than 2000. Just they they overachieved that year. I felt like they, even it was painful to lose, but they maxed out, right? 2017 Yankees. Maybe one of the great great seasons because nobody had any expectations. Yeah. They were supposed to be rebuilding. Yeah. Re- to be Rex's, Rex's Jets. Rex's Jets. Out of Jets, nowhere, boom, go. back-to-back. Two AFC championship yep. games. I don't think anybody Rookie expected that. Yeah. When you max out yeah. or exceed expectations, those are fun years. So the Knicks could still do that this year. I do think we got a little ahead of ourselves saying that they could legitimately compete for a championship. Speak for yourself. I don't think so. Um, I really don't. I, I, I do. You know what I do? I miss watching this team. I know. The team. I know. Not the team that There's I no pop- point watching now. I mean, you know, I still watch a little bit. I watched some of the Magic game last night. Yeah, but... but- it's just, yeah, I mean, you watch because you're a Knicks fan, but you really don't watch with any real expectation, which is where... You know, I I think I've conditioned myself to, and I did this early once all these injuries hit. Once once Ananobi was more than like a game or two, I'm like, ugh. Probably. All right. Because yeah. it was right after Randall, and then Brunson tweaks his ankle, and Hartenstein's out with the Achilles thing. Not terrible, but it's it's um that's sore. And DiVincenzo now, like the only other gunner on the team, hamstring. Bogdanovich didn't play. I, you know, you don't expect to win. So I don't think you make determinations – at the lowest point. 
you know, there's a few old sayings, like, you're never as good on your best day as you are, mm-hmm. you know, as, or as bad, you know, whatever that saying is, you know yeah. what I mean. And I think you've got to uh, uh, approach this. <laughs> what is the damn saying, anyway? you, you got to approach yeah, this. I know what you meant. You're level. never as good as you are on your best day, and you're never as bad, bad as, you as you are on your worst, worst day, something there you like go. that. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly what it is. Thank you, Sal. And you, you've got to maintain some level of level-headedness here. And I think if you attack it that way, you understand that these circumstances, while dire, are temporary. And the boys will right, eventually right. come back. But then let's meet in the middle. That's fine. I, I believe that they're coming back. I still have some hesitation about how good they're going to be when they come back, how healthy. But let's just assume that they are. Even with that, I still don't think realistically they're going to beat every one of those good teams in the Eastern Conference. They're not going to have to play every one of them. Yeah, but uh, they may start with the Sixers. Okay. That, that, let me tell you something right now. I would sign. I would sign in blood today to play, to play Philly in round one. Yeah, but with Embiid Bring them back, on. with Embiid back, so like, what? Think about it, that's not a soft landing exactly I in the know first it's round. Not. They could be a top again. I, I know Philadelphia Knicks has are their, better. Yeah, I, I know, but man, Maxi and Embiid. That's that, I mean, that, it's a first handful. round. Like, okay, first, okay, and then let's just say you do get past that. As we mentioned, the Cavs are dangerous. I understand the Celtics, that. Obviously, even Milwaukee, who are dismissing still. Well, I'm not like, dismissing them. I'm just you know they've lost six of ten and. You know, they're right. actually worse than that. I think, I think seven of ten. Right. I know what you Doc, know, and Doc there is. Too. You know, yeah. a little I, lackluster when it matters. I, Defense I just, stinks. I have a hard Milwaukee. time thinking the Knicks are going going to beat all of those teams in a best of seven. I, I think they're on par with a lot of teams in the Eastern Conference. I don't think they're as good as the best teams. In the Fair East. enough. I, I we can split the difference yeah. to an extent. I, I got you on that, and it's it's not nuts to say that. It's 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 grounded in some of the reality of. You know what the Knicks are looking at because it's a chemistry thing with the new guys. First, you got to get healthy. Then you got to get everybody back. Then you got to mm-hmm. make sure it's cohesive. Right. And, and the mid- I, uh, there's a yeah, lot of hurdles. God, I understand that, but I got to tell you, the thing about the East this year, and to a lesser extent, a year ago, because the Bucks just weren't as vulnerable last year as they are this year, is that I look around and and I know the Cavaliers are very dangerous. But if the Cavaliers play Philly. You telling me Philly can't beat the Cavs? Like, I think we need to shape this specific to each situation. I think Cavaliers fans, while emboldened right now, kind of like Nick fans were, like we were three, four weeks ago, uh, they are the wrong matchup away from getting dumped again right. in round one. And the Milwaukee Bucks, while you know, I, I respect their core, certainly with Giannis, if they get the wrong matchup in round one, they can lose. Right. Now, so could the Knicks. But the Knicks have enough horses and enough... Um, they have enough horses, and they have they don't have as many deficiencies. Mm-hmm. Where I look at them, and I say they they just can't they can't cut it. The other question too, before we get back to the calls here, eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. The regular season to the postseason, the Knicks play hard in the regular season, but other teams are going to turn it up in the postseason. Yeah. So not only do the Knicks have to get whole healthy. And get them their own chemistry back. Then the true test is going to be how they're going to perform against the best of the best when everybody's turned That's up. That's true. That's and true. I think they have an advantage because they already played turned up. But we'll see how that plays out as well. Mike is in Oceanside. What's up, Mike? Hey, good morning, guys. How are you, Mike? Good, good, good. So, with all due respect, Sal, I think you're 100% wrong. I think the Knicks are definitely a championship team. The two deficiencies they had last year against Miami were, A, they were tired from playing so many minutes, and B, they didn't have the sharpshooters. 
now that they'll be healthy and rested, hopefully, going into the playoffs, and then you got DiVincenzo, you got Bogdanovich, you got guys that can shoot the ball now. Ananobi. Ananobi. And Achua is playing out of his mind right now. Yeah, yeah, but he's not going to be getting significant minutes like that when everybody else comes back healthy. He's a nice player. I like him, but, uh, you know, he's not going to be a, a difference maker for this team. Him on the offensive boards, he, he's he's forcing himself into the rotation. Yeah, but I think when, the South's point, yeah, yeah, but, but Mike, the South's point, Ochoa's not playing 40 minutes a game, which is what he's doing now, you know. I mean, you, when they get no, home, no, back, Mitchell team, Robinson, Julius Randle, Ananobi, where's Ochoa getting his minutes he in the could go four. You could go four. You can go smaller and, well... You could go, and, and thanks for the call there, Mike. You can go one of the bigs, and, and it's either Hartenstein and Mitch. Although I like Mitch at this point with his second unit, but you could probably, well, you could go big. I forget about going small. You could go big. You can go one of the centers. You can go Achua at the four. You could go Randall at the three. I mean, that's a front court that's yeah. I mean, again, I like, big. I like Achua, but let's not go nuts no, no, now reacting to his minutes in games where the Knicks are getting torched. But like, he, he's got a skill set that's transferable to close games, yeah. you know, on the road, like, you know, picking up the loose change, setting yeah, screens. Like, like, he does things yeah. that, like, Poor Achua. Man's Oakley? <laughs> he's more, he's much more athletic. I mean, yeah, I, you well, know, but yeah. yeah. But, the, but doing those things, rebounding and for sure. training. The and thing all. that I like about guys like Achua, like, and I'm a big Dante DiVincenzo fan, but if 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 his if he, if he goes one for eleven, his impact is minimal. Achua doesn't need shots to influence the game. He's not going to be a scorer at all. No, they have, they no. have the other guys that, that are going to score the basketball. Yeah, that's not the issue. And, and like to the call's point, yeah, the Knicks are good. They're deep. I understand that they're not a championship team. Now you could say as you have BT, you don't want to put a cap on what this team can do. I am. I'm going to be realistic and say, you know what? They're not getting out of the Eastern Conference. Reality is for me, their ceiling is the Eastern Conference Finals. That's not a bad thing. That is an improvement on where they were a year ago. I need to see a lot more before I think that this team is a championship team. I just don't think they're in. And I also think that a lot of us in this town have a hometown team bias where we're not watching the Clippers every single night. No, that's true. We're not watching the Celtics or the Cavs even or the Bucks. You can look at the records like we do and you can say, oh, Doc Rivers you know, never gets out of the second round or the semi-sixers struggle. But the reality is they look at us and say, well, we could beat the Knicks. Like well, it's the, the Knicks, yeah, they had a chance, which is great, but the reality is you, you're also under – Valuing the opponent that they're going to have to play. Well, I think I think you might be selling some people short because, like, and I've even I've even said, and listen, we'll get into it. Obviously, playoffs, and of course, I'm following Shosturkin's hot again. Mm-hmm. Rangers five straight. What happened before that? Obviously, Shosturkin getting benched. Of course, I'm following. But even with but that, I'm the watching... Rangers have had one of the best records in the league all year long. Even with Shosturkin. Oh, their start was incredible. Yeah, right. I think it was fifteen two, fifteen three. The mm-hmm. point I just say that because there are a lot of people, and I'm kind of one of them who. You know, parachute in for a second during the week and watch, you know, a few minutes here and there of hockey, but we're watching hoops the rest of the way. So we are watching the Cavs, and we are watching the Clippers, and we are watching the Celtics and the Bucks and the Heat and the other teams, the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Denver Nuggets, the champions, teams that the Knicks will eventually have to get through. Um, but I, I, I wanna I wanna put you on the spot here. Mm-hmm. Give me one if you could give me one word. So if you don't think the Yankees, and I don't mean South specific, but if you don't think the Yankees can win the World Series, you probably say they don't have that legitimate horse yet behind Garrett Cole in the rotation. Mm-hmm. If you don't think that the Mets can be a playoff team, uh, which I don't at this point, 
you point to a rotation that, to me, just isn't it, and the lack of a, a lineup that's completely circular. Mm-hmm. There's too many holes at the back end. You can tangibly point to stuff. So Sal does not believe the Knicks can win the championship. The main reason specifically is why. I just don't think that they're good enough in comparison to the top What are they team. missing? I think it's a great question. What are they question. missing, though? See, and now this is going to put me in the spot to say that their star players are not as good as the other team's star players. Then that's an interesting answer. Now, yeah. some people push back. Some people will but, agree with but you. But it's not just that. But I do think that until, as much as I love Randall, until he proves himself in the postseason, there are going to be question marks. And then coming off a significant shoulder issue, I need to see it. I love Brunson, but is he as good as Tatum? I think the answer is he's not. Jokic, is he as good as Jokic? He's not. You know, the Cavs are, the um, the Clippers are loaded, and they're playing well. I'm not worried even about the Cavs necessarily in that regard, but I think there are many factors as to why I don't believe the Knicks are a championship team yet, but I do think that's a great question. BT and Sal on the fan. We'll come back, continue with your calls on the Knicks. Don't forget, 1140, one hour from now, game six of the Baseball Card World Series. Hey, Hoff, get that champagne on ice for me. BT you know, just have it ready, a, please. a three games to two lead Don't last bring week. it in the clubhouse. Don't jinx it. Have it outside. We'll Is be ready to go. Game five victory in 19. What year did we do last? last uh, uh, we did 88 or 89. I think okay, it was 88 the, last I think we did 88. Yeah. So we have 1986. Top- Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Mm. Or 1987 tops to choose from. BT will decide now that the series has shifted back to your home field. But you could put it away today, 1140 Game 6 of the Baseball Card World Series. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. Testaverde will take the snap, go to one knee. This game is over. The Jets lock up their first playoff appearance since 1991 on a 21-16 victory over the Miami Dolphins. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app.
Brandon Tierney, Salakata back on the fan. We'll get back to your next calls here in a second. Baseball Car World Series coming up at 1140. Game 6 of Game Time Without Boomer Esiason. You'll be a lot of fun. That's coming up. Get back to the calls as well. Um, obviously, Sal and I leaned heavily into our caricatures yesterday with Gold Dust and Doink. And I got to tell you, one of your old buddies I just saw something on social media. I don't know if you'll like this, but he's leaning into something pretty good. Who? Oh, he's all in. It's your boy Strowman. Did you see what he was wearing as he entered the facility? No, I didn't. What, Babe Ruth jersey or something? No, no, not a bad guess. Not a bad guess. Marcus Stroman is rocking, and I'm looking at it now, and it's sweet. A vintage 1996 New York Yankee World Series lid. Oh, cool. Now, I don't think I've ever seen that before. A guy shows up, first day of work, and automatically goes to the well of previous championships. Like oh, I've it's, seen that. I've well, seen where, that Where have we seen that? I haven't seen I've that. I've seen all the players have I've done never that. I've seen that. Yeah, repping the hit. You've never seen that before? A, a World Series, like a, a baseball player? No, guys, I haven't. Basketball players wear jerseys of, of you know, the legends. Those are throwback jerseys. Yeah, okay. I'm talking about th- not team accomplishments that uh, you haven't been a part of yet. Here's the bottom line. I like it. A little foreshadow from Stroman. Enjoy Marcus Stroman. That's all I'll say. I can't wait to watch him pitch. I'm pumped. Yeah. Well, you going to get first half Stroman from last year or second half? Well, hope, yeah, we'll see. And wait till he goes on attack on Yankee fans on social media. I don't think he will. Oh, yeah. I really don't think he will. When he gives up his first, you know, four home run game, and he's pitching to a 4.8 ERA, and the Yankee fans are booing him, we'll see how Stroman reacts then. Well, that's one aspect of it. I think the other thing that's going to be more interesting, or at least more fun, is when he strikes somebody out, and he starts mm. doing the gyrations, and yeah. he starts bringing some life to a team that's been too dormant for far too long, doing a little dance. He's got the little charisma. I do. I Can't do. wait. Yeah, I, uh, look, he is... I've always thought he was an undervalued pitcher. Now, I do have concerns about the second half of last year, but he was always a solid pitcher. He was certainly solid here with the Mets. He was maybe better than that. Toronto, Toronto. was tough. Right, so I think he's a, a solid pitcher. He's it's good. The, it's the other stuff. Yeah. And he's getting older, and he wasn't good in the second half last year, and he's pitching in Yankee Stadium. There's a lot of... He's a ground ball pitcher, though. Yeah. Keep oh, in mind, oh, he, okay. is a, he is a predominantly ground ball pitcher. Yeah. And with the, Yankees, with the Yankees' tremendous defense. Well, I mean, I mean you, got, well, I mean, yeah. you got a gold glove for shortstop. Right. Yeah, right, you got right, a gold glove right. first. Yeah, I know. Uh, what's the I, problem? I see no issues here. <laughs> uh, that is funny, though. Strowman was... I, listen, I do the, think they could use his personality, oh, assuming that God. it's a positive... You know, sometimes a guy's greatest strength could be his greatest weakness as well. Yeah. That could be the case. Strowman's emotional, and when it is going favorably, then I think it's a great thing. Like I do. you said, striking out guys, people, fans are going to feed off of that. They've needed it, Sal. They become so... And the but Yankees are... Yeah. When it goes... Uh, yep. You got to be prepared to fasten that seatbelt and understand there's going to be a little turbulence. Although, listen... And maybe I'm going to miss this mark by a mile before we get back to these Nick calls. I do think there's something to be said. When you are finally where you've always wanted to be, I think you're going to probably comport yourself and 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 mm-hmm. learn a lesson maybe some from, from some previous social media missteps. And if not, then uh, he didn't mature the way I think that he that, that the way that he has. BT and Sal on the fan. Back to your calls on the Knicks. Championship or not, Alvin is calling from Manhattan. What's up, Alvin? Hey, guys, how's it going? How are you? First time caller of the show. Thank you. First time? Um, first time? Yeah. Where you been, man? Yeah, mm-hmm. first time I got in the Where you been? I've been listening for a while. been listening for a while. Thank you, Alvin. Thank you. Uh, real quickly, I, I find it real interesting. They, they swapped uh, Stroman for for essentially uh, Severino, so it's kind of fun to see how that's going to pan out this season. Hmm. But uh, on the next, um, I, I, I got I to give them tremendous credit. Because over the last couple of years, they've done a tremendous job putting this roster together. 
they are just one superstar way. And I was so pissed over the summer that they didn't take a swing at Jalen Brown because I thought that could have been the piece to really make them title contenders, especially because of what a week in Boston. That's all they need, one superstar. Randall can't be a two. He's a perfect three. He's, he's perfect for what New York has. But the only thing they're missing is that second guy who can take the ball, give you 25 a night without a doubt. Well, listen, Alvin, good call. I love the Nick Passion there. I disagree about Randall needing to be a three rather than a two. You see, the problem with Rand- if Randall's a three, then I don't think Randall gets necessarily enough touches and shots that's going to keep him in rhythm. I-, I think he's a perfect two, provided your one is is the right one. And I think most of us believe at this point that Brunson's grown into that and, and he is that player. Um, I don't think that they – listen, I'm not saying I'm ever going to turn down a superstar, but – I need somebody to identify, in a tangible term, who is the superstar. Like, it's easy to say, and Alvin, I don't mean you, Knicks need a superstar. Like, a lot of people, you know, throw that out there. I, I got you. Right. We've heard that for the last, you know, 20-something years. You need a superstar. Oh, LeBron, come save us. Oh, D-Wade, Chris Bosh, Amari, who tried, come mm-hmm. save us. Help, Dame please. Lillard, help. yeah. Yeah, Damian Lillard, help. Dame time, no. Uh, but I don't think that they need a superstar. Me I think there's value in a well-constructed, cohesive diverse team, and they've got that. Well, they have a superstar in Brunson, and they have a a perennial all-star in Julius Randle. They needed, to me, to upgrade two guards significantly. The guy is DeJounte Murray. He is the perfect fit for this team. He can play both ends of the floor. He can shoot. He can score. He is a two-guard that would go well, I think, with Jalen Brunson. Now, we'd obviously have to see how they fit together. But that, to me, is what they're lacking to really complete a championship team as opposed to another star, superstar A, superstar B, and go get it within the rest of a thin roster. I think they have a very strong roster, a solid foundation. Mm. Brunson, a legit star. Randall, a, an all-star. And I'd like one more, and Ananobi, a very good I mean, fit for this stunned. team. I know, I understand that. Murray would have been a piece to me that could have taken them over the top to being a championship team. And I think they could chase him in the summer, and they probably will. I mean, they know that. But for now, I think they have limitations because they didn't get that championship piece. Adam is calling from South Jersey. What's up, Adam? Hey, guys, what's up? How are you, Adam? Hey, bud. I'm all right, guys. Sorry, I saw a new customer. I'm a mailman. <laughs> um, first, I want to say, as always, you guys have the best show on air. And in case you guys didn't realize it, Hoff is the man. So I had to oh, we love Hoff. We love him. Yeah, Hoff is the man. He's, hey, listen, he's awesome. Fans, let's not – I'm going to use Aaron Rodgers here. Relax. You know, I was watching the game last night, and it was depressing. Because I'm watching Burks do what he did a couple of years ago. Chuck up too many shots, play too many minutes. I'm watching guys not be able to put the ball back like Sims. And I had to remind myself that for a brief glimpse, while we had OG and Randall, the starting unit looked great. And Sal, let's not forget, we haven't even really seen the second unit yet complete with Bogdanovich and Burks only mm-hmm. playing limited minutes, hitting the shots you need to hit. So while I'm not going to say they're going to win the championship, I still think they're getting to the Eastern Conference Finals. They're going to have plenty of time to mesh together. If it, there is a good time for injuries, the time was now, not a month and a half from now. Right. Let them get it out of the way now. Let them have an extra 15, 20 games to get their act back together and get the chemistry back. And they're going to be dangerous because in the playoffs, when Randall and Brunson were playing last year, it was Randall and Brunson against the world. 
Now if they collapse on Randall, he can kick to Bogdanovich. He can kick to DiVincenzo. Yep. He can kick out to OG. There's, there's Nobody's going to be able to cover everybody on this team. There's too many shooters. They have six guys who shoot 40% or better from the three. Six of them when they're healthy. Adam, they're going to knock it down do all over you, the place. Do you deliver the mail even if there's snow in front of the mailbox? Dude, I deliver the mail no matter what. That's I right. <laughs> I saw, Adam brings it home. You got. I mean, I don't need to shovel in front of my driveway and make a path for you, do I? Uh, you know what? It depends how high it is. I mean, if it's five feet, unless you want me to play lawnmower man with your mailbox, I suggest <laughs> you do. <I'm> just <laughs> I just, I just want to thank you for the call, Adam. Good Thanks, stuff. buddy. I just want the. I saw the mailman the other day. Yeah. And by the way, great stuff on the Knicks. We'll touch on that in a second. I saw the mailman the other day as I was trying to shovel the driveway. And by the way, I did one of these. Like, I'll, I'll get the cars out, shovel. But I'm not shoveling the whole thing. It's too much. It was what wet snow. It was heavy. It was heavy. Yeah, very heavy. I know. Yeah, maybe That's I, fun. I think that led to my headache. Oh, and, you know, oh, no, headache. I, honestly, I, didn't, I wasn't feeling well to begin with. So I got the cars out, snow off the cars, nice little pathway. So like, if my wife had to walk to her car, she's not walking on ice. It's driveway. You have salt, thing to, on the you have salt to or no? I do, but I didn't put it down because I thought that there was a lot there. Okay. I, got, I got most of it up. Like It wasn't hard to get up initially. Mm. But then like the bottom half of the driveway... That's just, just drive over it and go. Yeah. So I see the mailman driving by, and he goes right past my mailbox, and I'm like, yo. And he's like, oh, sorry, I didn't see the mailbox there. Like, it wasn't even that buried. But he ended up giving me the mail, no big deal. And then I was thinking, do I got to shovel a path for this guy, too? Like, <laughs> well, I'm but not I'll, doing you, it. How about this? Hold on yeah. to the mail for a week. Get back to me when it melts. I don't care really that much. I don't think you have to shovel more for him, but you probably should shovel more for your house. I mean, come on, dude. What? I mean, take some pride. What do you mean, take what some pride? Doing? I got drive right yeah, over the snow. Shoveling. I got out. Shovel. It's a it's a big drive. I don't want to deal with that. I was the exact opposite. I'm coming home from work the other day. So I guess that was Tuesday, right? Today's Thursday. Yeah, it was Tuesday. And and Jen calls me and she says, "Hey, uh, our neighbor, he, he has some people doing some work on his on his home." He said, "Our our neighbor, the people working for our neighbor, right. uh, said uh, asked if we wanted him to to shovel the stuff." Oh, I wish I had that. And I said, "No." I said, "I want to do it myself." It's called having pride <laughs> in owning a home, oh, okay. and that's exactly what I did when I moved. To I Jersey. said, "No, thank you. I'll do it all myself." Right. And I like the pride. It's therapeutic. Right. It's like almost like strategic where I put the salt. And then I then oh, I actually oh, you put where you put the salt. Oh, you got to do it. The, it's got like the the hands got to be salt. You got the your little be, whiskey or whatever you drink. No, because I did it during the day. Oh, if God, I do right. it at night, I've got multiple shifts, I'll put the, the music on, and I'll pour a drink, absolutely, I'm not averse to that, I'm not like, music? Oh, to Christmas it. music? Well, no, well, not in February, oh, oh, Billy Joel, you know the 80s stuff, you know what, what I'm do you, for. What do you charge when I move to Jersey, I'll have you come over pay get my driveway done? I enjoy it. Dude, I did it when I was young, we would do it in Brooklyn, like five bucks a house, ten bucks a house, we'd go and we'd ring somebody, and, could we, and they, they felt bad for us, it was everybody that we knew, Right? they're like, sure, we'll give you five bucks, God, I builds character, it. dude. Yeah, well, I built that when I was 14, I had no choice, and my father said, go shovel the driveway. I was like, well, I <laughs> yeah, but you're, that. yeah, yeah, but you're not. You know what? At 14, you're no longer in the formative stage. You're right. a little bit, maybe slightly past that that laboratory of building up that inner. I don't want to say toughness because I'm not saying you're not tough, but right. that resolve. I'm not tough. 14 is a little it. late, buddy. Who the hell wants to shovel Jeez. the driveway? Other than you, I've never met somebody who enjoys. I doing actually it. love it. To me, there's a sweat equity. It's a reward for being a homeowner. Plus, it gets me out of the house for a couple hours. Oh, what, what, are we, what is this? Uh oh, something what big here. Hot? Is the, it's not the, what hold on a sec. Now he's a clown, so it's probably something stupid. It's <laughs> not the NBA. There's no <laughs> trades. Guys, jeez, that was you guys yesterday, not me. It's yeah. not the NFL. It's got to be something Yanks or Mets related. What's up? Okay, according to multiple sources, the Yankees are talking. 
the two-time Cy Young Award winner. Blake Snell. Corey Kluber. Oh, yeah, I saw this. You're an idiot to come back as, as a coach. Oh, he got you. No, I saw this already on social media. They didn't get anything. He's yeah, an idiot. He said Blake Snell. Well, That's I did what say I was Blake Snell. Too. Yeah, no. oh, I was kind of hoping for Bauer. Huff. Oh, come on. Yeah, fantastic. Wow, what a, oh, what a move. Oh, amazing, yeah. That's yeah, a great. brutal one. Um, did, uh, maybe I'll get you next hour oh, when, when the Mets actually call Boris about Pete's contract. I'll, I'll sound a little siren. No, I mean, go. listen, what are you doing? I, I, now, you can't get anything past me. Maybe him. I saw it. You, I already saw it. I'm not going to even waste my no, time no, on I the air about too. this. What do you mean you can't get anything past you? You literally just yeah, but said I knew Blake what it was. <laughs> but you just said Blake Snell. He said, well, I, was, I was thinking it. <laughs> Oh, yeah, my brain a, got a little a D uh, word. All right, BT Corey Klubot. Stupid nickname and the stupid role. What an advisor for the yeah. Yankees? Yes. Whatever, dude. Pop, that was Cares. nasty. I even I admit. Well, I'll put a smile on my face. Hey, you got me too. I'm thinking, oh man, Yankees are talking to Blake Snell. All right, mm, it's yeah. back on. Yeah, maybe not. All right. all right, BT and Sal on the fair. Remember, coming up next hour, we have Game Six baseball card World Series game time without Boomer size, and it'll be at 11:40. Come back, get more. Your Nick calls in on the other side. Plus. Talk some baseball as well. Aaron Boone spoke yesterday. What did he have to say? We'll dissect that. BT and Sal on the fan. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. This happened. You talked about it on the fan. Manning back, steps up, heaves one down the middle of the field into the end zone, and Nix makes the catch for the touchdown. He went up with the big hands and caught it on the Hail Mary on the final play of the half. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Brandon Tierney, Salicata, back on the fan. We'll continue with your calls here on the Knicks. We'll get into some baseball a little bit later on. Baseball card, World Series game six. This is it, dude. I got to stay alive here. Try to stave off elimination coming up at 1140. Did you have a pack uh, in mind yet real quick? 86 or 87? Yeah, I, I haven't decided yet. It's going to okay. be a game time decision uh, because the, the muddy... The, I think the conventional move is assuming for me 86 might be a little bit better, even though I should be pretty mm-hmm. strong at 87 as well. That's still the wheelhouse. But do I do I go to 86 and just put you out of your misery in theory and right. go for the strong suit and just try to win in, 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 in six games or here? Or hold it in reserve. Or do I go maybe Mike Scott, you know, and hold him for game seven I will and say, knowing you won't hit it? I will say that I think 86-87 is where we meet. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Like yeah. My strength may be 89-90. Yep. 
Yours may be 84, 85. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I would we, agree with that. I think we meet 86, that. 87, fair. 80. Yep, yep. All right, BT, it's out on the fan. We'll do that coming up in about 40 minutes or so. We're talking Knicks to start the show here. I Look, it's not a knock on the team. I just don't think they're a championship team, and it has nothing to do with, you know, I recorded one of those podcasts. This drives me nuts, dude. I recorded one of the podcasts, WFAN Daily. I've been doing that, so check it out. You could download, rate, subscribe, wherever you get podcasts, and I did it on the Knicks, and somebody responds underneath like, seconds after I posted it, meaning he didn't even listen to it. He's like, oh, you're saying that based off of the last few games? No, I'm not saying that based off of the last few games. It has nothing to do with the results of the Knicks getting you know beat up here in the last four games in a row. I understand that they're ravaged by injury right now. It's a culmination of things and just the realization that no, it's a lot to be a championship team. That's true. It's not a knock saying that I think that their ceiling is Eastern Conference Finals, and that's what I think. I love Brunson. I love Randall, Ananobi. I love that they work hard. They play defense. I love that this team is deep. But I didn't love the trade deadline as much as other people did. I think they needed a little bit more. And also, other teams are good. The Knicks have come a long way here. It's going to be a while before I feel like they could be a legitimate championship team. All right, I understand that. And and I, I know you believe what you're saying for sure. But I do think you're still a little prisoner of the moment. Because even though you're getting separation between the guys who were playing last night and a couple of games before that, Knicks have lost four straight. You obviously know who's coming back. But I think... You're not fully separating the emotion, even though you understand, you know, intellectually what's going on. Like, the Knicks are just in the most unenviable position, I believe, of anybody right now in the NBA because of circumstances that they cannot control. Now, lucky for them, it's not season-altering because guys are coming back. But I, I challenge you, Sal, go back to the mindset, all right? Go back to that mindset when... You know, things started clicking when they really started getting going. They beat the Minnesota Timberwolves mm-hmm. in the Garden on, on New game. Year's Day. Sunday? Uh, oh, I think it was yeah, a New Monday. Okay, Monday. Right. Yeah, it was a Monday, and that was when the T-Wolves rolled in with the best record mm-hmm. in the Western Conference. That was Ananobi's first game uh, with the Knicks. Uh, yes. Yeah, it was, yeah. Uh, wait. Yes, it was his first game. And then, of course... You know, they game down on Philly a couple of nights after that. Oh, they win by yeah. 35 points. and Now we're getting there. They, now we're getting there a little bit. And then you just keep winning some games. And then, obviously, that Denver game in late January mm-hmm. when the Knicks absolutely tattooed. I know Denver was on the back end of a five- or six-game road trip. But they absolutely smacked them. And then Miami Heat, Knicks destroyed them by 20-something points. And then they beat the Pacers. They have some big comebacks. And go back to that mindset. If there were no injuries and the Knicks still resemble that team, which I think and I'm Mm -hmm. I'm confident eventually they will, which is why I believe they can win the championship, I don't think you're saying what you're saying today. I just don't. But remember, that first of all, there are injuries that happen. So I do now have concerns, even if it's just about Randall getting back to his form. And there were concerns anyway about how this team was going to perform in the postseason. Also, I was looking forward to the trade deadline. So there are more variables there than just the fact. I know what you're saying. It's easy now to be down about the team where they're getting their teeth kicked in every single night. I know they're depleted. It's just it was a wake-up call for me to realize that this team is not, in fact, a championship team. Dante is calling from East Brunswick. What's up, Dante? What's up with these phones here? Is this this working or no? Can you punch him in, Dove? Dante in East Brunswick? No? Oh, the phone's dead? Okay, the phones are dead. How about that? Hmm. So let's just talk let's to see. each other. Okay. I, now I feel like it's on the overnight. At least I have a partner here. Can you punch it in? No, it's not working for me either. Oh, mm. Good God. I mean, what? Mm. what's going on? <laughs> Nothing. I mean, it Too happens, much to ask dude. You. No, it happens. It happens to now, everybody. this is when when this used to happen on the overnight. Yeah. I'd lose my mind. Is this when you'd say, you start yelling, I'm the pro? Yeah. No, no, no. This is when I say, I qu- I'm quit. I quit. You think I want to sit here and talk to myself for five hours a night? I'm not doing this. We can't get phones that work around here. 
What kind of place is this? This is WFN in New York. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't mean to, you know, break the uh, mm. the fun here because when you go into those crazy um, yeah. launches, we, we enjoy that. But I it's not our fault, buddy. Yeah, well, the, what do you mean? It's not our fault. Well, the phones uh, did we pay the bill? Yes. Yeah. Do we have an updated system? No, no, Fairly don't. updated. What do we want us to do? Well, whatever. There's nothing we could do about it. I just hate Technology, it. Technology, dude. I, but at least the good news is, at least we could talk to each other. We could. Whereas opposed to on the overnight, I'd be complaining to myself yeah, or yeah, yelling yeah. at people and just, I don't know what I'd be doing. <laughs> Spinning around in the chair and throwing my headset off. Um, look, I just, I, I, I want to believe BT. And there is a difference between the fandom and what I will be rooting for. Obviously, I'm going to root for this team to go on to win a, an NBA championship. And I understand the fans' mentality of not wanting to have a roadblock. Yep. Because from a fan's perspective, you can't put a ceiling on a team because you don't want to realize that your team can't win at all. And I feel like... But it, most times we do. I think but, we're fairly honest with that. But I also feel like in the NBA, we put a cap on it more so than others. Like, I, it just... You know what I, you know what I, I mean by that? Because like, it has been proven that without multiple undeniable battle-tested superstars, you don't win a championship. Right. That's why. So the reality that's why. is. Whereas right. with baseball, we see the Texas Rangers come out of nowhere. We see the Diamondbacks get there. You know, that's a great no, point that you bring up the Rangers because everybody keeps using the Diamondbacks as the example. Yeah. The Rangers are an even better example because they won it all. Nobody thought they were going to win the World Series. Yeah. Yeah. The one difference is they spent a ton of money, right. whereas with the Diamondbacks had their kids coming up. I understand Agreed. that. But, that yeah. is the difference. But even so, like, DeGrom didn't pitch. No. Seager, they, though. Simeon. Yeah, no, I mean, I you know, it. they have some bats anyway. I, but they still won seven something games the year I before. Like, I think they've been down for a while. You could think that they'd be good where they get to go on a run and win the World Series. So it does show you. Yeah, but in basketball, it doesn't feel like it happens like that. I wanted to throw this at you, and as we fix the phones, it's a good time to do it. BT and Sal here on The Fan. All right, so it's something that I heard Evan talk about yesterday on their show. Mm-hmm. And it loosely translates, I call it the middle of it, you know, which team is best positioned to give us the first parade, All right, championship here. Yep. So... You know how I keep score when we do the baseball card World yes, Series, which, yes. by the way, is coming up in a little bit. Yep. Let's go back and forth. As, as I try to close out, Sal, get the champagne ready, huh? Mm-hmm. Thank you. Uh, let's go back and forth. In Sal's opinion, the team right now closest to delivering us a championship would be. Who do you think it is? Um, I did hear some of this. Who do you think it is? Right, Number one. God, it's a great question. See, in my heart of hearts, like my gut, do I really think the Rangers are going to win the Stanley Cup? It's hard for me to envision that when I've only seen it once, and it was, you know, 30 years ago. Yeah, so you got to suspend a lot of what you know, which is tough, because it's it's seared into our memory banks. And, and you know, even, I just and, judge and, it for right now. I, I, I think I still say the Rangers. You'd say the New York Rangers. Okay. Probably Rangers. No, 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 save it. Okay. We're going to go back and forth. A little okay. tennis here. I'm going to go now. Yeah. Then okay. you, boom, boom, to so you, number one, two, two, three. Number, yeah, okay, yeah. fine. So Sal's got the Rangers one. I've got the Yankees one. Sal, number two. By the way, this is going to be a short list because once we get past three, I mean, it's throwing darts. Um, Behind the Rangers for Sal. I mean, who's closest to winning a championship? Uh huh. The most likely delivery of a championship Probably to our Yankees. city. Yankees? Yankees, yeah. Which is the, 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 the tone in the voice, the yeah. scud, just dripping with disgust. Well, I mean, I'm not going to lie. You yeah. even played it out an extra 10 seconds, and you, you knew you were going to say Yankees, if, but if you had I, to draw it I out. Was trying to find you had to out play a way the game. That, I, yeah, I was trying to figure out a way where I didn't have <laughs> yeah. to say the Yankees because it pays me to do so. That's right. Because if I had to pick a list of teams I'd want to see win it more in this town, they would not be toward the top, but they are number two right now. Okay, all right. So the Rangers, number one. The New York Yankees, number two for Sal. <sighs> for me, 
I'm going to go Knicks number two. NYK. Sal, number three for you. I mean, based on the conversation, I think there's only two teams where you could possibly put third. And I don't think either of them can or okay, will win so the championship. Okay, so who is it? The two teams or one? Well, give me one. It's the Knicks. Okay. And why? Now, I'm a Knicks fan, I and I said are, that dude. reluctantly, too, because I really don't believe they're going to win a championship. I got gotcha. you. Okay. I understand. Trust me. I sit okay. next to you every day. I know right. you're a Knicks okay. fan. I know you don't think right. they're going to win it, but I know you want them to. Right. I got you. All right. Rangers, Yankees, Knicks. That's Sal. Yankees, Knicks, Rangers for me. Number three. I knew that there would be you some went, combination. Wait, I'm sorry. You went Yankees, Knicks, Rangers. Rangers. Okay, yeah. Slight alteration from you. This but is where still. it gets interesting. Number four. I go the Jets. So do I. So do I. I don't think it's interesting. I didn't think I, you I mean, would I do think, that. Well, I think, well who else? I, I don't know. Uh, who would you put next? Let me really think about that. Hold on a second. I mean, they're I'm only thinking Devils. I'm just thinking Devils Isles. I don't even. I don't think this might not even get to the playoffs, but they're going to be tough if they do. They do have nice jerseys, though. Thank oh, you, Mister Ledecky. Yeah, not a boy, John. Appreciate you guys hooking us up with the stadium uh, series. That, there. That's a team that gets it. You'd think somebody else would send us some jerseys around no here. Kidding. The Islanders keep hooking us up. They we love do. them for they it. Just, they're begging us to represent. They already got you half in the bag. Well, you're already an Islanders you're damn fan. damn right. I grew up one, so it was pretty yeah, easy for me. <laughs> uh, go Trache. Yeah. Uh, well. Let's see here. Uh, I mm, I can't go Giants. I just can't. Agreed. I, I can't go Mets right now with that staff. There's no way. I'm going to no, go Devils. To pick one. Wow. I mean. I'm going to go Mets. I would go Mets there. And do I think they're going to win? No, I don't. I also don't think the second team on this list. I really don't even think the first team on this list is going to win. My Rangers. All right. Devils so, for me I, and I think, Mets for Sal. Yeah, because I now remember, it's not this year. Matter of fact, I think you can make an argument now that I thought about it because I just refreshed my, my thought process. I think you can make an argument for the Mets over the Jets. I'm not going to do that because I still do believe. You can't make that. I mean, you can. Nobody's no, no. going to listen. Well, well, I, how well, do you believe that? Well, Come on. Okay, here's the argument. The Mets over the Jets? Yeah, and here's why. Do you think the Jets are going to win the Super Bowl this year? I think they've got a much better chance to win no, no, their big game than the Mets do. That, so not, based on the game in terms of pecking order of, of probability, okay, I'll answer you more directly. Go ahead. Do you think the Jets are going to win the Super Bowl this year? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on, man. It's a wing of a prayer. You know what I'm right, hoping so you, for. So the reality is Based no. on the odds, no. Okay. Do I think there will be a playoff team if okay, Rodgers is so, healthy? No, hold yes. Hold on. Hear me out here. Good. So let's just say the, the unlikely, I know it's hard for Jeff fans to believe, the unlikely event... The Jets don't win the Super Bowl this year. Do you okay. think they'll win it the year after? No, because Rodgers just getting okay. older and they have no quarterback at okay. that point. Do you think the Mets will be in a much better spot to compete, not this year, but next year and the following year? I'm going to answer this completely honestly. I don't, I don't know. Okay. I mean, because I don't think necessarily Pete's here. I don't see – I see remnants of a rotation that see, is not good. I don't know. All right, that's fair. But to me, the Mets, are, the Mets are at the beginning stages here of building a sustained, successful team. Now, that's where we maybe differ in our fundamental beliefs. Yeah. I believe in Steve Cohen. I believe in the direction of the organization. I think this year is a little bit of a step back. But after that, I think that they're going to be on par with anybody as far as going into seasons. So that's why I think you can make a case. If it's not just this year, if it's who's going to win one first, first, I think you can move the Mets up the list a little and bit. And I would even push back and say, even if you're right about this being step one, and I hope it is, but it could also just be step one of them not being good for a while right. rather than just step one of, of becoming step two, three, and four. I think the path, not that this always matters, I think the Jets' path is easier. 
Not really worried about the Dolphins. Not particularly worried about the Patriots at all. And I know they, they've won 15 straight, whatever. How about the Bills? And the I, Chiefs? I, I respect them no, just going through the division. Yeah. I think the, the Jets' path in the AFC East is easier. I'll put quotes around it because nothing, nothing's easy for the Jets. I got that. Is easier than the Mets' path right. going through the Braves and the Phillies. Right, but we're not talking about winning a division. We're talking but you got to start somewhere. No, well, you know, you just got to get in the playoffs. Okay, but what, would what's you rather, the easier? Well, would you rather face the Chargers now with Harbaugh, the Chiefs with Mahomes? You got Lamar Jackson. Still with the Ravens there. I mean, I they're all the, the, the AFC is a easy sell. No, I, I do. Here's what I know. I think that Harbaugh will fix the Chargers. I do. I do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think other things will happen. I think Lamar will eventually crack through, but he hasn't, despite the two MVPs. I know the Braves are awesome, right? And I, I know the I Phillies it. are much better. I think it's so. Fun, I think it's a fun conversation. It is. To have. It Listen, there's no but, right or wrong. But if you but, project moving forward, I yeah. think you could at least for me, where I project the Mets to be, I think you can make a case for moving them up the list. Deep is calling from Jersey City. Deep, deep, deep purple. Deep, Hello? deep. Hey guys, what's First up? I'm calling for your show. Thank you. I I, I want to say for is that your real name? Uh, Hold on, is, is yes, your name really yes, deep? Yes. Yes. Hmm. How do you spell it? I, you know, like the ocean. Okay. What nationality yeah, is there? Any, uh, what, what's the Indian. significance? Oh, I'm, I'm I'm American, but like my heritage is Indian. Gotcha. You know? Gotcha. Okay, I got you. Pretty cool. All there right. you go. So, <laughs> so I want to talk about like baseball, like the, the the diminished importance of the regular season. You play 162 games, but what thing with Manfred is that he's allowing more teams in, so the threshold to get into the baseball playoffs is much lower. And I mean, you saw the Diamondbacks. What were they like? Like almost like only four or five, six games over five hundred. Well, they have eighty-five wins. So, I think it was right, eighty-four, something eighty-five, like that. something like and that. And they got hot. Yeah. Right. Yep. And I want to say, like, as a Braves fan, one of the worst, like the the worst Braves playoff team won the World Series, and the best Braves playoff team got knocked down the first round. So what I'm saying is, it might be easier for a middle to average baseball team to get hot and go on a championship run. So like the Mets and the Yankees, right? All they have to do is get in. And they can get hot. At least the Yankees have a lot of talent, you know, yeah. like the top heavy, top heavy rotation. So, I mean, it's not it's it's not impossible for for the baseball teams to get to the championship and, and get hot and win. I think so that's pretty. Saying. I think that's a fair, accurate, and astute observation. I don't think there's anything to really critique. I mean, when you look at the path to a World Series, the, the, the like I get the degree of, of of improbability. It's a little bit easier to embrace from a baseball perspective because you don't necessarily need, as I said before, established, battle-tested superstars like you do in the NBA or an absolute lockdown Hall of Famer like you do for the most part in the NFL. You know, maybe the, the maybe the better question is who's furthest away from that. Okay, who's furthest right well, now? Well, the one I team, think the Giants are. That's what I was going to say. The one team that comes to mind, the noticeable team, like, all due respect to the Islanders and Devils, you know, or the Nets, like, you know, they're kind of down the list a little bit. Mm-hmm. Islanders had a chance a few years ago. They missed their window. They're not a, a Stanley Cup team. Devils, who knows? But the Giants, I yeah. mean, they've been one of the two teams who have has carried this town as far as championship goes in yes. the last however Thank God many years. for them. We'd be yeah. completely bereft. Right. right, Giants and Yankees, that's it. And, like, the Giants are so far away from being even a team that won a playoff game a couple years ago that got to the divisional round they're still so far from being a championship team but here's the one thing that could change that and i agree with you they just feel like they're well if they draft the quarterback in the top 10 and he's the one and then watch how it flips well agreed well you saw with cj stroud 
Yeah, but look at the Houston Texans. I sure. have my doubts that they're even going to do that. I hope that they do. Mm-hmm. We'll see if they do that. All right, BT and Sal on the fan phones are working here, it seems. We'll get back to your Knicks calls on the other side in about 20 minutes. It is, I'm getting nervous. Game yeah, six of the baseball card World Series. Game time without Boomer size, and that comes your way at 1140. Yeah, it's going it to pain me, although not really, to bury my partner and end his season. He's going down. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. And the ball game's over, and the Giants have won Super Bowl 46. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. This could be this good one. Brandon Tierney, Salakata back on the fan. When do we have these tickets to give away? That's not right now? It is right now? Okay, here we go. It is not uh, Nelly tickets that we're giving away. This is Nelly, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we were giving away uh, Santana and Counting Crows tickets. Call right now and be caller number 13 at 866-540-WFAM. That's 866-540-9326. For your chance to win a pair of tickets to see Santana with Counting Crows at Northwell Health at Jones Beach Theater on July 21st. This is from our friends at Live Nation. Tickets go on sale this Friday at 10 a.m. at LiveNation.com. Let me guess. You're not a Santana fan? No, I like I like that one song. Okay, I know. Yeah, yeah. You know which uh, one I'm talking I about? I know, the, the mainstream Maria, one. Maria, Maria. Uh, yeah. There's actually another one I thought you meant, but yeah. Uh, are you a County Crows fan? I like... Uh, Mr. Jones. Around here. Oh, yeah, around here's a that good one. one. Yeah, and Mr. Jones. Uh-huh. Dude, okay. Mr. Jones, that was like... I'm guessing 93, 94, which was the prime of, like, my MTV watching and, you know, junior high slash. I think it was still junior high there. So, yeah. I, I, did you watch a lot of MTV? Oh, yeah. You did? Oh, yeah. Did you, you watch? Uh, uh, well, yeah, fair amount. Did you watch the shows or the videos or both? Both. But there was, like, I love the MTV Beach House in the oh, summer. Oh, that was good. Bill Bellamy. Yo, Kennedy, MTV Raps. Um, who's uh, uh, Ananda? I loved. Yeah, Yo, that, MTV Yo, Raps. MTV Raps, uh, that was a little before. Yeah, 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 for sure. I got into it a little bit after that, but yeah, to watch those videos every summer. You just wish you're there, right? Just oh, bring me to that God. spot, transport yeah. me there. And then I used to watch all the shows. Remember, they used to have the Rock and Jock softball. Yes, and I do. Basketball. I do. Yeah, I love those. What about Single That with Jenny McCarthy? Love that. Yeah, that was and good. Then, and then Carmen I know Electra Carmen. Took over. Yeah, I know. Love that too. That was uh, good. Yeah, all those shows. Man. Yeah, I was yeah, a big yeah. MTV watch. Okay, you know, I liked it too. I like it. Um, I probably I, I don't know if I flipped it on every day, but I watched it a lot. When I was that age, and now I'm so old, it's like, man, I you know, I, I do. Is it watch, even on anymore? Uh, yeah, I think it is. I, I, like, I think Jersey Shore. I'm not sure if they're on MTV or VH1. I get it mixed up. You ever watch Jersey Shore? Oh my god, yeah. I love Jersey Shore. It's on tonight, dude. This season is. Oh, well, you're, I didn't know you were that locked in. Oh Jeez, no, no. I mean, this I, season is. What lit. season are they on? I couldn't even tell you. I this, mean, I watch reruns. They're funny, but they're great. You're locked in like it's a Soprano. You oh, still no. watch it? My this? wife and I watch it. Yeah, it's, what? it's fantastic. Yeah, what dude. year are they on? I don't even know. About but they, they come back. Twelve. The thing this year. Yeah. So you know Ronnie and Sammy. I know Ronnie. Yeah, Ronnie's he's he's thick. He's he's pretty old. And Sammy, like historically, they had a toxic relationship yes. for years. Yes. Sammy left the show. Yes, she I knew came that. Came back uh-huh. last, whatever last season. The I big think. return. Okay, but Ronnie wasn't a part of it. Okay. Now Ronnie's, Ronnie's back in the back equation. In. I think he's they're teasing like he's coming Ronnie back or in. Same Ronnie. Oh well, he's going to claim you know. he's changed. I don't know. TBD. We got to find out. Is she t- is she spoken for? She is. Ooh. Well, I don't think Ronnie is. Uh, yeah, it's going to set up an interesting dynamic. Okay. In so anyway, the show is lit. No, right it's, it's it's fun. It's Between, crazy. When Jer- they get right together. now, my favorite shows: Vanderpump Rules, Jersey Shore, without a doubt. Like wow. I get so excited for okay. watching it. You're not into either of them. I love Jersey Shore. Okay. I just honestly like I don't. I what I <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've watched it. 
I think I've watched pieces of every year, but I kind of stumble on it. It's not it. like, yeah. oh, I have to watch it here. It's program right. TV. But I really, I probably watched, I don't know, 60, 60 episodes. Like, I oh, like God, it. God, it's so Vander good. Pump, I've yet to get into. Ooh. I got to get into it, don't I? Oh, dude. Is it that good? Yes. I don't even know what it's about. Neither Educate me. What is it either. about? I don't know what it's about. I don't think it's about anything. It's about something. So it's like Seinfeld? It's about Man, nothing? No, yeah, right. It's about <laughs> nothing. It's about? No, it's about, you know, young kids. Actually, probably not even that young anymore, but like, Having relationships and trying to start a business. The big scandal that happened last year, this dude Sandoval, one of the guys that was dating Ariana, he cheated on Ariana with her best friend. Dude. Oh, boy, that's a no-no, man. And, like, it became a huge story. Okay. Like, national news. And then we got national to see it. news. You know, it was major. It was what? Yeah, everywhere. And Jeez. then we got to see it play out because we knew it happened in real life. And then the season was ongoing, so we saw it play out. It was real question for you. Yeah. So, and I, I, I you know, I'm, I'm not saying yeah. that you should do this, but right. the the girlfriend or the one that he cheated with, mm-hmm. who was hotter? In my opinion, yeah. Uh, uh, did he upgrade or did he downgrade? I, I, it, it's a tough answer because personality plays a part in it, and the one that he cheated on is a complete moron. Okay. And actually, she's got like mental health issues now because the world is just eviscerating uh, him and her. Well, that's not good. Meanwhile, the girl that he cheated on, Ariana, has become a superstar. She's doing dancing. So the, the world stars. lifted her up yeah, because she was beaten down by great. her uh, selfish boyfriend. I'll let you decide. I'll How old face. are these people? About. Going through these business endeavors and Late romances. Late 20s, early 30s, maybe? Okay. I, I, if it was like I early know. 20s, I'm like, what are you doing? Like, no, no. I mean, you get well, to a certain age, you well, just can't relate to well, that too show, much anymore. The show's been on for years. Got and it, they so were young. Yeah, exactly. They've Got grown it. up. I would say that they're early 30s probably right I now. I will say this. If it's not, worth a watch. That you could come back with 7,000 different uh, iterations of 90210, and I'll watch every single one of them. Yeah, there you uh, go. Well, you got me for life yeah. with that. As long as Tiffany Amber Thiessen or Jenny Garth. No, I'm Jenny Garth guy. Jenny's the one. BT and Sal on the fan. Back to your Knicks calls. Evan is Manhattan. What's up, Evan? How you doing, guys? Hey, Ev. All right, listen, I just, you know, I'll talk about my just take on the, the Nick trade deadline. Just, uh, let me make a couple quick points, please. Just one leading into it is, um, yeah, you're talking about like this last week. It's been like a bummer, but, you know, the injuries, I mean, it's like we're running like an urban professional, like rec league team out there. And, um, you know, when these guys come back, man, we're going to be we're going to be so solid. and um, The Urban, you know, so by the way, uh, Ev, yeah. the, the Urban yeah. Professional League, that's actually a real league. You obviously know that, right? I, play, I played in it for so did I. Years. That's how I ruptured my Achilles, playing in that league. Uh, here we go. It, 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 exactly. I would here we go. Why don't you guys compare your out. numbers? How many did you score per game in that's the Urban? That's probably good for about 11 or 12. <laughs> Go ahead. I was, a seven, I was a 17 point guy. Yeah, oh, so here we I, go. I, I, yeah, I didn't yeah, no. say I was better. I'm sure Evan <laughs> was better. <laughs> but I like I like in the Knicks, like during this little stretch to like, you know, because as, as as you know, playing in the league, it's like the, the nights when, you know, guys' wives call at the last minute, you had to stay late at work and the five <laughs> yeah. best guys couldn't yeah. show up. Yep. And then they had to run out like the, you know, the bench guys. And anyway. Yeah, it's a ragtag group. As, yep. Exactly. But as far as the deadline, I think to me the deadline went really well because it's proof of what's really the most fun thing is how good this organization finally is. That we got people running the helm who have a clue and they're not going to get impulsive. These guys aren't going to be tempted to trade a lottery pick and Marcus Canby for Andreas Bargnani. Mm-hmm. You know, they're saying, hey, we got six first rounders. Yeah, they're in a great Which, spot. No, they are in a great yeah. spot, Evan, and thank you for the call. Moving forward, I don't think that that's the issue here. My issue is that this season, while the hopes may be through the roof, while the excitement was at an all-time high in recent weeks, 
I just don't feel like they're a championship team. That's it. I think that they're set up to be a championship team in the near future. Like, it's one thing to say, okay, we've now had, we've formed our championship roster. Now you got to go do it. That's Mm -hmm. a whole nother aspect here. I don't even think they're to the point where they believe that they've formed the championship roster. That's what makes makes it very exciting. I mean, they're they're exercising great vision and prudence. Like they're they're doing things so they're not stagnant. Talking about Leon Rose, obviously, but what they do has enabled them to maintain the flexibility to do something bigger when it's time. It's it's just fun to watch, even even with the injuries. Knicks are set up very well. Jerry is calling from the Bronx. What's up, Jerry? Hey, Jerry. Ow! Jerry! BT, what's happening? What up, Jerry? Yo, I'm calling you guys today because yesterday I must have called a fan not once, but a thousand times that I couldn't get through. All I wanted to tell you, Sal, was nice head. <laughs> Just think, <laughs> Sal, how many days did you go dreaming about working at FAN? sitting there having a nice career. Did you look at yourself in the mirror, Sal? I did, yes. And where, in the men's room? Yes, I did, both before and after. Well, that's nice. And what did you think? I, I thought the costume looked pretty good. I, I thought it was an upgrade. Too. BT, <laughs> BT yeah. you had a nice head, but Sal, your head was the nicest. Have you seen Doink the Clown? I mean, I, I, I wanted, <laughs> I, we, had a, we lost a bet. I dressed like Doink the Clown. I don't see what the big deal I is. I know, I know. Well, personally, I would have made you dress up as Pierre-Francois de la Brioche, and BT would have went, should have went as the man from space. You I know? know? No, I don't know, you know who, who he that, is. No, I'm not who? getting all the references there. Pierre-Francois de la Brioche condemned the sewers of France on the Honeymooners. And Ralph Francis <laughs> the was the man from space. Oh, oh okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, Jerry, it is. You uh, that it, no, yeah, but it is. And thank you for the call, Jerry. We love right. you as usual. I thought, I, get all, I, I thought my musical references were antiquated. He's bringing 1940s TV shows into this. Yeah, it is 2024. While I do appreciate the reference, obviously it was lost on us initially yeah. because it's been a while. Like, I love the honeymoon. You've watched the show. Love yeah, the honeymoon. It's, it's fantastic. Like it. One of them just recently passed away, one of the uh, women. Within yeah. the last couple of months. Yeah, not Audrey Meadows. No, the, was, um, uh, Ralph Cramden's. Uh, no, um, no, not Ralph's. No, the Norman's other guy's wife. wife. Yeah. What a show. Yeah, I forget her name. We should that know her name. Awesome. That's not uh, yeah, yeah. That's a bad job. But anyway, yeah. uh, I did love the show. Uh, I look, What were we supposed to do? I no, mean, we, we manned up and we did what we had to do. We looked great. <laughs> we owned it. And now maybe we leaned in. Maybe next year we could have fan participation. Like we'll go to social media and get their input on who the losers should dress up as. Whether it's you and me again, whether it is Hoff and one of us. You know, we should start, you know, because we got so many tweets and so mm. much social, <clears throat> excuse me, social media interaction, engagement. And, you know, a lot of it was funny and witty. You guys did a great job with that. Some of it was hate, but that's the world that it is. It's, it's all good. And I think that, you know, they had like a Francesa con and a Comic Con. Yeah. I think that you and I need to spearhead our own version of like wrestling con. And the only way you get in, you and I do a show, a live show. So the BT and Sal show, but people have to dress up the as wrestlers. The only to get way in. you get oh, in man. is if you're dressed up as uh, a wrestler. I don't know if I like that idea. Why? Well, let's uh, we'll come up with it. We'll try to discuss this. Uh, I mean, it's what you know, 
It should be just marginalizing my idea. It's better than the idea no. that you came up with, which nothing. Which yeah, nothing. You know, I'm not marginalizing the you idea. You like, I don't like it. And you're, you're making it like everybody. Like we lost the bet, which is why we dressed up. We yeah. didn't want. It wasn't like, hey, I got an idea. Let's let's dress up as gold dust and doink for the day and do. No, a show. I understand that, but now we'll take it next level. It's a chance to. It's the way so many people loved it. I think it's a way for us to unite with our with our here's, fans. Maybe here's like um, uh, an upgrade to that idea, or of just course, like a not, not an upgrade, upgrade, but like a my my take on it too. Your personalization. No, yeah, Go ahead. Like we BT and live show whatever we do some kind of thing. Yeah. and ma- maybe there's like a contest with the with some of the people who show up. You know, the, the, whoever best dresses in the best costume can win something. No, I don't like that. Yeah, that's a terrible idea. Oh, you want to dress up again? I don't want to dress up. Yeah, I'll dress up again. I mean, I'll do something a little different. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to be gold dust again, but I'll do... Yeah! yeah. I actually enjoyed so next it, man. Year, it was fun. Next year when I win, I'm going to make you dress up as gold dust again, but with the wig this time. Oh, you see, that's... that. That I'll be honest with you. That would have been unrecoverable. Oh, you got to put something I would have gone from unkillable to unrecoverable. <laughs> no, come on. <laughs> that Who been. cares? I wore a clown costume. <laughs> man, man, what's the difference? All right, BT, it's Al on the fan. You have a year? Give me a year. Speaking of unrecoverable... Give me a year up because... Next. I'm going to go back and get the packs right now, and we'll give the people a little something to chew on here as we I go I thought about it, Sal, and I thought about maybe saving that ace in the hole, 86. No, I'm just going to take you out next. I'm going right to 86. I'm not going to save it for game seven. Go get 86 and grab a shovel, and on the way back, start digging your baseball grave. You're going down. It's the baseball over. card World Shut Series game six takes place next. Game time without Boomer Sizen when we return. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. Play fake. Jones rolls left, throws left, wide open for the touchdown is Bellinger. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Now, time for Game Time Without Boomer Esiason with Brandon Tierney and Sal Licata. All right, BT, before we get into it here, one quick thing, because I just feel like we I, I want to give proper respect. It was Joyce Randolph who passed away from Good the call. Honeymooners. I don't want to not say her name. That so a she boy. passed away on uh, January 13th. Thank you uh, for that note. Stephen Howard Beach reached out. Joyce Randolph, RIP. Okay. Yep. Game six, baseball card, World Series. You chose. It is your home field. 2-3-2 two, two format. Games one and games two, you picked the pack. You won both both those games. Games three, four, and five, I chose. I won game three and four. You won game five last week, which leads us to today. Back on your home field, you choose 86. You also choose who goes first and who will have last licks. You're up three games to two. It has been a good series so far. Will it end today? That's the plan. That is the plan. And uh, Initial we, feelings on the pack? Uh, I think you've got a tough pack. I think you do as well. Really? Now, oh, interesting. Okay. Now, I will say that there are a couple of at least one give me. Okay. And you probably should get at least a couple more, but I think it's, it's going to be a low-scoring game. I, I would think that you would have very few right. And that's not a knock on your ability to do it. I think, you have, my, I think no? you have it. Mm, I think you have Uh-oh. a really tough one. Uh-oh. Uh, just the way we like it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> all right well, I, mean, I would feel better about it if I didn't know you'd have one friggin' layup. But all right, go ahead. All right. I'm not saying like you don't have. Well, basically we've had. You don't have a layup. Well, but low you, score for us has been four so far. Now, we only have 11 cards today. It's 11 yeah, each. It's 11. It's so not it's a big maybe lower than normal. Pack. Correct. But still. Tricky. Four has been, I think, the low score. Sounds I, about right. I would say today might go under that. Okay. All right. What would you decide? Well, my turf. Uh, so uh, you will be batting first here. 
as we take the field. So ready you're to go. reading me I'm the gonna cards. I'm going to read okay. you the first. I'm In the event of a tiebreaker, yeah. Hoff, you have the extra pack, right? He's got okay. it. All right, Sal. Are you ready to go? Yeah, I think so. Okay, first up, Vern Rule. Pitcher. Yep. Now, here's my problem is I know he was the Astros pitching coach for a while, so my initial thought is the Astros. Um, I am going to say he was not on the Astros in this card, though. I'm going to say Texas Rangers. Half right, but ultimately wrong. Not to be a jerk. He was not an Astro. Was he was he? for a long time. Indians. Tough one. You know, again, same like, right color there. scheme. No, Ranger. You were there. Yeah. You were there. Right. I feel yeah. you. All right. Uh, George Hendrick. I also know this name. Yep. Got two little tidbits about Mr. Hendrick uh, that I'll Angels. share after. Nice call. Okay. Wow. I didn't think you were going to get that. Yeah. Here's what I remember about George Hendrick. George Hendrick was the first major league player to wear his pants all the way down to his cleats before they had high tops. Okay. Really low. Those guys would pull them off and wear the stirrups. For sure. And they were a little baggy at the end. Um, And I remember him with the Cardinals because my dad's softball team back in the day was the Cardinals. And my sister was, she got one of the checklists and she only cared about the Cardinals because of dad. And the only Cardinal she hadn't yet got was George yeah, Hendrick. <laughs> so I just remember that. All right. Sounds a good pull. All right. Didn't think you were getting that. Nicely done. You're going to have to uh, perform here. That was good. Don Schultz. I know this one. I didn't think you were getting that last one. By the way, as you ponder, George Hendrick spent how many years with the... He was with the Cardinals two, four, man, nine years. Mm. I'm going to guess Orioles. No. Where were we at? Uh, Don Schultz. Do you know what position he played? Just out of curiosity? I would guess pitcher. He was a pitcher, and he was with the Indians. Okay. One for three. Let me just get the right pile and the wrong pile. All right. Tom Foley. Montreal Expos. No. Tom Foley. I, I would have said, but I think it's spelled differently. I would have said, well, that's Tim Foley. No. I wouldn't have oh, even gotten this. okay. Phillies. Wrong. Let me see the card. I should have gotten that one. Phillies, wrong. One why was four. I thinking? Why was I thinking Expos with Foley? Mm. Damn it! That's a tough mm. one. I should have known that. I got one. Tim four. Foley was an Expo. Uh, Tim Foley, T I M F O L I, also played for the Pirates. I remember oh, okay. Timmy Foley as a Pirate, middle All infielder. Right. All right, well, here we go. So this is not a layup, mm-hmm. but if you get this wrong, you're going to be pissed. Okay, and I think rightfully so. But it's not a layup. I want to mm-hmm. preface it with that. You ready? Yeah. Jerry Kuzman, Phillies. Nice call. Nice job. Could have said White Sox. Remember, I, I told you, 86. Mm. I know it's going back a little yeah, bit. Yeah, that's this a was, good job. This was really the first year that, as a child, I had a lot of these cards and okay. played with them. I was yeah. Doing a little bit better than I thought you might. So am I, based on what you said. So we got two two here? Uh, now you got a couple. Okay. Uh, you have two for five here, Sally. Mm-hmm. All right, ready to go? Yeah. Brett Butler. Cleveland Indians. So. Told you the 86 set, baby. The 86 set, baby. Thank you, Matt. Sorry, I don't want to take any victory laps here, but wow. we're on the board with three. Steve Jeltz. This is, I love Steve Jeltz, and I love this card. Philadelphia Phillies. Oh, ho, 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 ho. you got it, folks. You are now Four? five. A five in? No, you got, show- wait, 
You, I miss Schultz. You can miss Schultz. Four. I'm sorry. Four for seven. And you have to go to go onto the uh, the hood here, or what? Make uh, sure you don't screw me out I'm of a four. I promise. We got a manager here. Yeah. Ready? Bob Rogers. Bob Rogers. Uh huh. Montreal Expos. Ooh, we got it. I thought. Why did I think it was Buck Rogers? Oh, maybe that, that's a TV show. It was. Uh, did they, it, was his nickname Buck? But I remember him as an Expo baby. Wow, dude. Wow. Lloyd Mosby. Blue Jays. That's an easy one, dude. That was the hanger right there. Blue Jays. You were okay. doing a lot better than I thought. Wow. You're going to have pressure on you. Your, your uh, I'm, no, I'm going to have not, a tough go. Yeah. I mean, I'd be surprised if it's not a game seven. And I'll never tap point. out. I don't quit well, on I mean, anything, I'm doing, but geez. I'm doing extremely well basically got here. nothing wrong yeah. here. All right. Andre Robertson. Andre Robertson. Six, six right, three wrong. Andre Robertson. <sighs> Uh, I'd be lying if I said I, I knew. This is mm-hmm. going to be a guess gotcha. here. A- Atlanta Braves. Oh! Yankees. Not familiar with him. You yeah, must remember I, him. I then. remember Andre Robertson was was obviously after Bucky Dent. And, like, they just couldn't find the shortstop. They had, like, Roy Smalley. They had Bobby Meacham. They had Andre Robertson. It was just mm. a, a, a vacant hole of nothingness for a couple of years. Ah, crap. Jeets came and saved I us. do love that card, though. The Yankees, big yeah, yeah, big yeah. block letters on yeah, top. Yeah, for sure. All right. Here's the layup. Wait, now where are we at numbers-wise here? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Wait, no. You get six, no, you got six right. Six right, I guess? S- yeah. Out of how many? Ten. You crushing so this, this it. Is we'll the last we'll card? confirm after, but this, I have you with six for ten. And this is the last card? This is the last one. Okay. And you're going to wind up with seven for 11. Rick Sutcliffe. Huh? Yeah, this is not as easy as you think, but, you know, Cleveland, obviously, Chicago. I'm going to go Cubs. Yeah. Yeah. You got it. All right, Sal. Impressive. Oof. All right, so. And that you could thank, like, one, six two, or seven-year-old Sal four. for that one, baby. <laughs> uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven out of 11. That's outstanding. That is that felt good. big time. Win or lose, I feel good about Oof. the performance in game six. Ah, you should feel great. Now. Maybe you hit a three-run bomb. You So far, you're spinning a two-hitter. Now. I mean, with eight Ks and no walks. I mean, that's uh, But you have last licks. clutch. You have last licks. You've been a big performer. You have. I can't undersell that performance, dude. Win or lose. And right now, I mean, I better be on or otherwise I'm not going to win this. That was phenomenal. That was a big-time well performance. Done. Oh, man, that feels so good. Yeah, it should. Now. I have a lot of times looked at Pax and been like, I don't know who these guys are. Yeah, well. I and mean, you have pulled them out. All right. You're going to need a big performance here. Seven, you said I got. Yeah. I need seven to tie and uh, eight to win. I'm going to start you off Start Tough. you off easy here. Oh, start me easy. Fernando Valenzuela. Dodgers. That's your layup. Okay. Now nestle in, big boy. All right. He's going to talk smack this whole time, isn't he, too? Let's go. One for one. Ron Washington. Uh, I, I want to say the Rangers. Twins. Okay. Uh, he was with, up until this point, I believe, just the Twins. Got it. What I could see. All right. One for one. Uh, one for two. Ted Power. He was definitely a pitcher. Reds? Yes. Oof. Good pull. Ooh. Good pull. Okay. Whew. Steve Crawford. <sighs> I was just cursed. As I, was, yeah. I was just like ex- exhaling and thinking out loud, just like a, not even an anger curse, just like a contemplative. By the curse. way, these, wow. these, this could be such a cool close. drinking game. Like if we ever hung out like, by the fire, <laughs> yeah, yeah. down in surf sides or whatever. Just Love play. it. To uh, give you the name again, Steve Crawford. 
Pitcher? Yes. I don't think that this is correct. Uh, White Sox is the first team that comes to mind. I'll say White Sox. Red Sox. <laughs> Red Sox. All two right, for two, four. Two for four here. Mm. Scott Thompson. Oh, jeez. I this think he's an outfielder. First baseman nah, here. No. Nah. This is a rough pass. This t- Twins? No. Nah, I would have been Ken Herbeck. I messed that up. I, I said Twins. I'm wrong. You want a second guess? Nah, I'm wrong. I said the first one. Well, if you had a second guess? I, I, it's, a, it, it's a total guess. Okay, yeah. All right, so I basically can only get one more wrong. I'm two for five. I'm trying to think of some names here that Jeez. I'm going to give you. There's at least three names that you should know. Fact, I'm going to go. Your facts a lot yeah. easier now. I'm not trying to minimize what you did. No, but this is a tough pack. This is a tough pack. Burt Hooten. Uh, Burt Hooten was obviously a pitcher. He was on the 81 Dodgers team. I don't think he was still with the Dodgers. As a matter of fact, I'm almost sure that he wasn't. Jeez. He was with Reggie hit a home run off him. I think that was one of Reggie's three home runs. <sighs> He's not a Dodger at this point, man. Bert Hooten. Angels? Rangers. Yeah, I knew he was with the he Dodgers He was with the Cubs anymore. initially, Dodgers, yeah. and then Rangers. All right, two for six. Jody Davis. Catcher. Yep. Cubs. Boom. Love it. Buck Martinez. Toronto Blue Jays. Yes. Let me just count here. <laughs> One, two, three. Damn, Three, if you didn't four. knock out seven, I'd have a puncher's chance to get. I mean, four. I still do. But. You could tie here. Jeez. Yeah. S- some familiar names here. Go ahead. Kevin Gross. Pitcher. Yes. Phillies. Yes. Ooh. Where are we at now? I have five. five. And we have two. I got to hit both. Jim Wolford. Damn it. W O H L Ford. Jim Wolford. Seattle. Mon- uh, Montreal. Okay. Pitcher, right? Outfield. No, nope, I'm totally off base on that. Glenn Cook. Ah, oh, that's a... Th- I don't know Glenn Cook. Rangers? Yes! Wow. What the hell? Uh, I, I Pitcher, right? Yes! Yeah, I, I knew... I, I I didn't know it as well as I Dude, thought I did, but I had a That sense. was like a, a, uh, a buzzer beater three to bring the game to within one. Uh, three, four, five, six. Nice job. That was a good round. That was a tough one. Oh, I did I, Very proficient, oh, both sides. Only 11 cards. So to go 7 of 11 and 6 right. of 11 is solid. Nice that win, was a dude. Good game. Very nice win. Good, good job, dude. Nicely done, Sal. Congrats. Good, good. I mean, that was... Wow. You know what? It, it had to go 7. Like, it had to. This is been impressive, been go- these... Yeah. yeah I mean, it, it's so. happened. Uh, that was... A, I think that was an equally... <sighs> I might have had the easier well, hold on. slight edge in the pack. I didn't think you were going to get George Hendrick. I thought if you pulled – that was when you got that, I'm like, oh, okay. And I knew that you'd be in the ballpark because the first one was Vern Rule. And you knew right away he was a pitcher. Right. And you said Astros and pitching coach. Right. And once you said that, I'm like, all right, maybe he's going to be a little more on top of this than, than I thought. Lloyd Mosby, I knew you'd get. Right. I thought you'd get Steve Jelts from being a Mets fan, right. obviously, but as a Philly Should've player. Foley. Rick Sutcliffe, I thought you'd yeah. get that. Tom Foley, I didn't. Brett Butler. Did you get Brett? You missed I did. Brett. No, I did get that one. Okay, Pretty obviously, fun. Dodger, yeah. Giants bounced around. Right. Played for a lot of teams, yep. so yep. I thought you could. I just remembered the card. Yeah. This was, honestly, BT. George Hendrick was the one that got it for you. That this, was a big one. This was the first time, like a lot of the times, the names. You, you could get in the ballpark, yep. especially as you get later. This was the first time where I it was it was the cards in, in seared in my mind. Uh, the, yeah, you mean the imagery, me. the actual Correct. visual. Brett Butler, nice I job, remember dude. the card that he was on the Indians. He was dragging a bunt. 
Yeah, that's exactly right. Davies dragging a bun. All right, there will be a game seven next year, next week. Solid dub. A game seven next week. We'll get back uh, on the other side here. Reset, hit you with the crown topic of the day. Talk some Knicks and get back to your calls. Woo, a thrilling game six, game seven next week. 1987 tops will be the year. Your official station to talk Jets. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. Brandon Tierney, Salakata back on the fan. Time to hit you with the crown topic of the day. We started the show two hours ago talking about the New York Knicks, the one team that unifies this town. We all love the Knicks, at least the majority of us love the Knicks. However, I just don't. And this has nothing to do with the recent four-game losing streak. I'm well aware that they're depleted and all the injuries and that a lot of these guys are expected to come back at some point relatively soon. It's just that once that bubble burst, BT, we were at the extreme high after the Ananobi trade. They were playing well. They were rolling. They were beating the best of the best, whether it be the T-Wolves, the Nuggets, the Sixers. And then the Randall injury happened. Then Anunoby was out much longer than we thought and has to have the surgery. Then the trade deadline came and went with the Knicks. Yeah, shoring up the bench, but not getting the top dog, whether it be Murray or even DeMar DeRozan to a lesser extent. The realization to me is that they're not a championship team yet. It's not all bleak and all the Knicks are screwed and they can't. I love Brunson. He's a superstar. Randall is a perennial all-star. I love the makeup of this group, the way that they fit as a team, but they're not a championship team. You know, Sal, sometimes you sit down, you play a little blackjack, and to start, you know, maybe the first shoot or two or more, if you're lucky, it's easy. It's textbook. Busting. Dealers busting. You know, just easy stuff. Collecting money. There's a great vibe at the table. The high fives and drinks are flowing. People you don't know. Hey, good hit. Oh, that a boy. Right. You know, give them the picture card to, to complete the uh, the 21. And then it shifts. And it shifts without notice. And it shifts abruptly. And well, sometimes it's they summon somebody for the bullpen. They, they bring the cooler in. And a new dealer comes in. All of a sudden, instead of busting, they're pulling five and six card 21s. And now you're getting lit up. And it's It's tough. And you got to stomach it. You can always get up and walk away. But if you want to get another hot streak eventually, you got to deal with the cards not falling in your favor. And right now, the cards are not falling in the favor of the Knicks. And there's nothing that they could do except ride this out. Everybody knows the injuries, so I don't need to recite all the names. We know that. I disagree with you. I think the Knicks could, once they get hold, win a championship. I also think that when when you look at the state of the Eastern Conference, because there's two aspects to this. Like, what do the Knicks have? And we all know what they have when they're whole. And what are they going against? I think that there's an inflated perception of the Eastern Conference. I know the Knicks are scuffling now for the reasons we all know. The Bucks have lost 6 out of 10. Philly's lost 7 of 10. Pacers just 5 out of 10. And really, outside of the Celtics and the Cavaliers, and a lesser extent, the Magic, who are younger and not quite yet ready, though they're going to be a problem for a couple mm-hmm. years, in a couple years, for a while. Nobody's playing well. So just ride it out. Understand that there's an ebb and a flow to this. You can't control it. I actually think, and I said this to Sal in the first hour, I think it's almost a blessing because the only way Tom Thibodeau would control the minutes with a restriction here is if he had no choice. So in a weird way, thank you, basketball gods, for almost forcing Tibbs to to change things and get these guys back, and it's go time. And I give the Knicks a chance to beat anybody. He's still going to be riding Brunson in the ground, though, maybe even more so now. 
Well, yeah, but I and mean, he's they, the most important player. Without him, it mm-hmm. doesn't mean anything. Yeah, he also had a couple of games off with the ankle. True, mm-hmm. he's going to play in the All Star game. So outside of that, which is you know a glorified exhibition, you have six, seven days for the most part off your feet. Um, you know, maybe there's a day or two where they actually give him a maintenance day, which seems so unfibs and so unmixed and so unbrunson like. But I listen. They've got depth. They got size. They got shooters. They've got they've got tenacity. They've got t- they, they, the one thing they don't yet have. Well, they don't have health right now. And they don't have chemistry. When those two things mesh, and they will, nobody's going to want to play this team. And then even if that does happen, when they get healthy, when they have chemistry, then they need to prove that they could do it in the postseason. That's a whole nother level, whether it's Randall, whether it is Brunson carrying this team, whether it's the just uh, the mix together with Ananobi and the, and the bench pieces and all that stuff. Everybody's going to turn it up a notch. Can the Knicks still be what they were at their peak in season, can Tibbs coach a team on through the finals and do a championship? Again, we're talking about NBA championship level. Yep. I think this team's ceiling is the Eastern Conference Finals. I do not think they will beat Boston. I think they're going to struggle even in a first-round series, potentially against Embiid and the Sixers. When you say you don't think that, they can, that they'll beat Boston, are you also saying that you don't think that they're capable? Because there's a big difference. Well, I mean, look, could... Could they? Like, did I think the Diamondbacks were capable of going to the World Series? I didn't. I didn't think that they would. So so could the Knicks go to the NBA Finals? Could they theoretically beat even the Celtics in a best of seven? I, I guess they could because of Brunson being a legitimate star, because of Randall. Like, if everything went right for the Knicks and a little bit went wrong for the Celtics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do think that they okay. could okay. potentially. I just don't think that they will. I think that that's a lot to ask. BT and Sal on the fan. Our friends at Town Fair Tire remind you that at Town Fair Tire, you always get the guaranteed lowest price on name brand tires. From Connecticut to Maine, nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody. Mark is in Clark, New Jersey. What's up, Mark? Hey, good afternoon, guys. Mark, what's going on, buddy? How are you? Good. How are you? That's my buddy. So, All good, I don't man. Want to get too, I don't want to get too deep in the weeds in the Knicks, but, you know, Sal, I think you're the one who mentioned it a few weeks ago. I mean, this is the most exciting team I feel I've watched since since the 90s. Um, even my wife, she's not a hardcore basketball fan. We're locked into the Knicks, you know, every night. It's an exciting team. Obviously, the injuries have pushed them back a little bit this, this last little stretch, but you all saw a break couldn't have come fast enough when I feel coming out of the break. Um, they're going to make a good playoff push with, like you mentioned, only Boston, in my opinion, really being in their way. Um, two more points real quick. Do you guys have any interest or in pump at all for these stadium series games? I mean, yeah, passing interest, I, I think it's cool. I like the way it looks, and it's unique. So I'll tap into a little bit. I'd be lying if I said I can't wait, but I'm, I'll, I'll be into it a little bit. I, I will watch. I will have them on. I love it. Uh, I wish I could watch them with my nephew. I, I just get too much stuff going on to make it a focal point. Otherwise, yeah, I go to the I'm, game. I wish I could go to the games. I, I'm never going. I'll be, I'll, I'll, be there for, I'll be there Saturday night, Devils, Devils Flyers. It's going to be a great atmosphere. Nice. The best thing that's happened at my stadium in a long time. Um the last thing, Sal, a little disappointed with you on the snow removal. Um, you you got to, bro, you got to get on that. You're going to be a homeowner. You got to get a routine down. He is a homeowner, Mark. Here's yeah, the, he is. I, he's already, I, he's not in an apartment now. He has one home <laughs> that you, he Mark. ignores, that he just, uh, you know, allows the snow to just pile up like a Dude, disheveled mess. If there's, he is a homeowner. If there's one thing I don't want to do, it's maintain. I, I've said this before. Like, all we do, we're not living, we're maintaining. All we're doing is maintaining. Your body, your home, your property, your kid. Like, you're just maintaining everything. Uh, I mean, that's one depressing way to look at it's it, I guess. It's the reality. The mm. bills. It's like, it's enough. 
and the snow brings another level of maintenance that I just don't want to deal with. I did what I had to do, the bare minimum. I admit it. Now, I don't, like, you know, I don't always do this. In this particular case, I went out there, I started shoveling, I was like, God damn. This is heavy. What, this is hard? Yeah, this is heavy. This is, it is heavy. heavy. It's wet, wet snow. And then, suck it up. Then the problem you have, like, my wife's out there dancing around with, with our daughter, who's yeah. loving every second of yeah, it. Of course. And I'm trying to do a job here. Like, get out of the way. I got show to snuffle. You're standing right there. Where am I supposed to put it? You got the two cars in the way. So, like, and I'm trying to shovel a pad. So I got to walk through the snow to dump the snow on the side of the driveway. Or why, do you have... Just dump it on the grass, like yeah, next to yeah, the but driveway. To get to the grass, like the two oh, cars. You gotta are, walk. The two cars are side by side, no, right? What a no, tough setup. No, but uh, but like to even shovel a path to get to. Listen to how you sound. Yeah, I'm you just sound. You you the sound truth. Oh, we appreciate the transparency, but you sound pathetic. If, I, if I'm we expect out, more out of you. Come on, stop. If I'm coming out of the garage, oh, right? You open the garage right. up, and there's there's snow there, and there's snow. That is right. a little daunting so now, at first. I get that so part. Now yeah, I shovel, I've been there. A shovel. I'm starting to shovel a path, like. Then I got to take that heavy, wet snow and throw it over the other snow to the grass. That's a feat right there. Like, I don't have one of these shovels. Yeah, you you don't live in Antarctica. I mean, you live in uh, Long Island. Did you get the four amount. inches? Anyway, I did that part of it, but then it's like, I'm not doing the rest. What, the bottom half of the driveway? For what? I could drive over this. It's not that bad. Yeah. I drove over it a couple of times, got it down <laughs> yeah, to where yeah, you softened it, formed, it up a little yeah, bit. <laughs> it forms like a nice sheet of ice now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I almost broke my rear end today. Really? Yeah, because I got to take the pails out. Do you know why I had to take the pails out? Because it's garbage day, and that's what men do. I had to do the same thing. I didn't complain. No, but I could have waited until Monday. But guess what? Oh, okay. Well, then it gets, you don't want to leave that in the garage if you don't have to. Well, I leave it outside normally, but Monday's the holiday. So if you don't do it on Monday, Boom. so I'm like, Gets pushed right. back to what, Thursday? Yeah, next Thursday. Yeah, so now I'm like, I'm Monday, top, Thursday. Right, so I'm on top of it. I'm okay. like, you know what, I'm not going to leave this here. Let go. me be aware. Yeah, but now I'm rolling the pail down the driveway. The half of the driveway was good. The rest of it was ice. Are you serious? Yeah, dude, I almost took a spell. One thing that you better get ready to modify. Now, I'm not saying there aren't some people in my area that do this, but you leave the garbage out the night before. You know who comes knocking? Neighbors. The bears. Oh, yes. you're out in Long I'm Island. I'm thinking neighbors. No, no, bears. bears. Not many. Not many. You got bears in Jersey? There was there was a bear in my backyard, in my neighbor's backyard. Yeah. I think it was a brown bear. It's not a grizzly bear. It's not a Kodiak it's bear. A bear. It's, it's a bear. It's a bear. It's, it's a bear. Now, I thankfully, I, I, yeah, I did man versus bear so I could handle myself. Yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> uh, daunting. Can I, I let you, my dog out at night? Or you wouldn't... If you wanted the dog to come back as a corpse, sure. I mean, So you wouldn't even do that? I can't let him out at night? I, you let him out. You don't leave him out there all night. No, no, no. I mean, Depends. Like, You're going to build the fence? Like, yeah, we, no, we built the fence. Yeah. Okay. Thank goodness. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah, I mean, if you have a fence, you should be good. Okay. You know. What, the I mean, bears can't be. break through a fence? I well, mean, they could, but they generally are dissuaded from doing that. They they generally go for something that's a little bit easier, less resistance. Now, it if seems they... like me. Shovel half the driveway. <laughs> yes. Because, like, ah, I could get past the fence. Of, uh, I don't really feel like it, the, though. The driveway path <laughs> of least resistance with a shovel. <laughs> I don't know. You, you, you know, one thing I notice about Sal, and I, you need to work on this because yeah. you're eventually you're going to get to your late 40s. You're not that far away. Oh, dude, no. You're not that far away. I'm right you, there. You need to find the simple pleasure in life. A simple. Now, the gambling was getting a little bit rough. You step right. back smart. Right. You get back at the gym. You've been telling us that for eight right. months. Eventually, right. I know you'll get there, but right. eventually you'll do it. You <laughs> need to find something that gives you free, pure pleasure. Now, I got the two things. You mean while married? Yeah. It's, it's, and say it was easy to yeah. find. Dude, dude, dude. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, me with the, with the shoveling that I've told you a million times. Yes. Poor Scotch. Put the music on. I enjoyed it. It's therapeutic. And the, the, the arborvitaes. Oh, well, the fire pit. Oh, I'm oh, hanging. The fire pit. I'm getting loose. Like, right. oh, yeah. But the arborvitaes put a little 
music through the city. You know, you've been in the backyard, the outside speakers, <sighs> get the hose. Look at those bad boys grow. Like, the simple pleasures. You don't have a simple pleasure yet in life. Right. You don't. No, I know. Everybody needs one. I, I think that that's good wisdom. It I is. barely have any pleasures, let alone simple <laughs> pleasure. Pat is calling from Long Island. What's up, Pat? Yo, BT and Sal, what's going on? What's up, Pat? Hey, Patty, how are you? Dude, Sal, first, I just want to say, man, I love you on SMY. You do a great job on SMY. Thank you. We appreciate that. Uh, but I, uh, I couldn't agree more with you, Sal. I think the next ceiling is probably the conference finals. The last few weeks have been pretty rough. Uh, it looks like the Bucks. who knows if they'll get it together with Doc Rivers and whatnot. It looks like they might be. They, they just put a beating on the Nuggets the other night, and then Boston's not really going anywhere. But uh, I don't know, man. And BT, you got to stop being so uh, so biased against the Mets, man. Ooh, that was a U-turn out yeah, of nowhere. Yeah. No, no, keep on holding up on him. BT, I, I, I need to hear it. you say something positive on the Mets. Hmm. Well, I, I've said many things. I think Lindor. At first, I love what Lindor's been saying. Yesterday, there was great, you know, great, uh, great messaging. I think the hiring of David Stern was great. Uh, I think eventual Cohen will will spend the money where it's got to go. Uh, I, I like some of the. You know, I'm a fan of Brandon Nimmo, despite that that quote that's next to my name that was you know I, yeah, not really proud of. And you got to win, dude. I mean, Pat, quit begging. When you guys start winning, I'll give you something to chew on, man. Come on, man. Come We're on, what? Signing Alonzo, man. This guy is going to be a Met for a wife. Okay. Agree, okay, Pat. Pat. Thank you for the call. We appreciate okay. you checking in. Okay. Now you're saying you agree. I mean, you're not well, even I'm sure not if saying. you want him. You're not even sure well, if the Mets want him. That is different. Okay. I, I do think he's going to be, which, by the way, might be to the detriment of the Mets. If they're making decisions based on what the fan base thinks. That's the wrong move. Right. But I think that they are. Not not wholly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you mean just I mean? with Pete or other stuff? No, I think with Pete. I think that <sighs> they. I think the Mets have or, or will let the blowback of the fans alter their move. Okay, to the point of where it actually determines what they do or they calculate it and they bake it in. I think it's going to be factored in. Factored in where it's the final tipping point? or Because I think it's dumb to ignore your fan base. So uh, I'm fine with them listening to the reaction and kind of gauging things as we go forward. But if, and I don't know this to be true at all. Matter of fact, I would think that it's not true, but just to prove where, where, I'm, where I'm going. Like, if inwardly, like right now, organizationally, if the Mets came to the determination, the people who matter, the mm-hmm. owner and Stearns mm-hmm. most most at this point, where they said to themselves, not us, man, we don't want Pete. He, he, he's not going to age. Well, things that I've said, mm-hmm. whatever, if they actually believe that, and then they just changed their opinion because Mets fans reacted in a way that was not congruent with their decision. They were just pissed off, and they're like, oh, God, uh, we didn't think it would be this bad. And then they give them six or seven years. That's dumb. I That's think, dumb. I think it would sw- – But like, they won't do that. It, it would, no, I, I don't think they will fully. I think if they were on the fence about it, the Mets fan blowback will push them That's different. to the right side but, of but it I don't as really far have, as keeping them. I don't have a – Okay. Because if you're on the fence, you're already partially or even more than that – open to having them come back. And I don't think they're going to overpay. You know, they're not. I, I mean, they were going to have to overpay to a certain extent anyway. But I do think ultimately he'll be here. Kevin is in Ocean City, New Jersey. What's up, Kevin? Kev, what's going on, hey, buddy? Hey, thanks for taking my call. Two things. Um, I heard you all on the baseball things very good and entertaining. Um, here's my question. Because he, I hear he, he, he he's been scoring cards for the, all his life. Do you, how do you think y'all would do against Evan on something like that? Well, we we want to. You're talking about the baseball card World Series, Kevin. Yeah, and, and, yeah. And, go ahead. Go ahead. And maybe one, maybe maybe whoever wins between y'all would take on from the other show. Yeah, you know, I definitely want to evolve it. And thank you for the call. We've we've brought it up now. Remember, before we had the World Series, the specific seven game series, 
UBT were opening a lot of the packs. We were going over it, and you were I opened well. them all, as yeah. a matter of fact. Right. The first couple, re- I was like five. Yeah, I was, was rocking. Like, it was more That's like how it started. Yeah, it was more like a BT challenge. And then we brought we, some people like, like Ak came, came in, in and who else? We a asked, spike. We asked Evan to do it, but his wheelhouse is a little bit later. So what, yeah, but Evan's about the same age as you. No, he's younger than me. What, by a year or two? Well, similar. No, I think it might be the similar difference to you and I. Anyway, he can definitely okay. participate, but he would probably prefer to do it in, let's say, 92, 93, 93. Gotcha, gotcha. So gotcha. this is going to have to evolve yeah. after Game 7 here. We've got some ideas. We're going to do more than just baseball. We'll do basketball and football and hockey as well. And I do think we could get Evan involved or others involved in some later years. Well, but hold on a second. Outside, let's think through this. And I'm not, you mm-hmm. know, I'm not dissing anybody here, but right. let's actually think through this. Uh, who is bringing the credentials to the table where we should even feel compelled to invite them? Well, Evan's one. Oh, no, I, I'll give Evan. Right. Evan, I mean, Tinky's not going to get any well, of these. Well, others could be tested. And C-Mac can... would probably be pretty good. I don't know. I don't know about that. I think Chris would be good. You know, I, I think Keith C-Mac would wants... be okay. I think Keith, but Keith's younger, so it depends well, that, on the age. But that's the point. C-Mac wants, I remember having this conversation in the old newsroom with him, and, and we're talking about Mike Pagliarulo, and he's like, uh, who's that? There's no way he said who's yes, that. He he's did. on the Yankees. I know that. No C-Mac, chance. But but here's the difference. He's a lot younger. How old is C-Mac? Uh, I don't know, but he's younger. And huh. like it was the first time to me where I felt like the old guy. Yeah. Mac used to say names in the newsroom that were from the 60s or 70s that I'd be like, who the hell is that? And he'd be like, oh, you better learn your yeah. history. And then I said, like, my, how, like, how do you, as a Yankee fan, not know who Mike Pagliarulo is? He really never. I, I don't believe this. I'm telling you the I truth. I want to call C-Mac next break. I want to call him. He should be up by now. I don't believe it. He didn't know I would who Mike Pagliarulo is. Uh, now, you didn't, I remember having the conversation. Did you ask him, like, what team was Pags on after the Yankees, which I think may have been the Twins. Like, where right. did he go? No, he, he didn't. never heard of Mike Pagliarulo. Correct. What? what get, this is unacceptable. <laughs> Don't what what yeah. year was... What? Year, how old is C-Mac? Somebody give me an answer, please. Well, maybe he... How, he, how old is he? He, he might be still sleeping. How did. old? 30-something. He never heard of him. Ah, dude. Uh, I, I, I can't accept that. Man, you're talking about a 15 year Like, would I have heard of him if I was five years younger? I don't know. Uh, did, did you know, um, let's see, you, you were born in 80, 79. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of a Met that was on the team in the mid-70s other than, like, a Mazzilli type. Honestly, probably not, dude. Like, it's not my wheelhouse. I you don't know. know you, uh, I, you didn't know Jerry Grody? Yeah, I've heard of him, of okay, course. Okay, I mean... Felix Mian, I mean, who choked up 12 inches on I've the back. I've heard of him. All right. Yeah, all right. So you see it two for two. Yeah, no, I know. Well, I've heard of these guys. Well, I see Mac has now heard of Mike Pagliarulo because I put him onto it. I, but I was just shocked. I, I yeah, don't know. I, know. I, I, I don't believe it. Yeah. I don't believe it. Anyway, we'll, I do think we could. And also we'll. Boomer might be good. You know what would be fun with Boomer? Mm. Doing a, although the, the name of the segment is Game Time Without Boomer. Oh, that's so right. We can't invite but him. We Plus, could he, do was like, dissing, he was dissing you yesterday. We could do like football. Say you were all in. We could do a football pack of guys with him versus you for certain years. But I also think if we forward it to like a, we, a year that's not in our wheelhouse, sure. it makes other people stronger. Well, we don't, whether well, it's well, top, we don't want other people. We, we want to look like the. No, no, the, I know, but we got to evolve the game here. here. <laughs> By the way, we're going to have to put into the fund here because we got to start getting some packs. Like these were all the packs that I had brought from home. Yeah. And we, we're still loaded up with those years, but to get like baseball, football, basketball, and hockey. Well, yeah, it's true. Remember, my friends over to Av- at, at Avzen sent them over. All right, we'll send more. Uh, yeah, gonna, we, yeah they sent us over some good stuff there, so maybe they can hook it up again. We appreciate that. All yeah, right. but listen, we'll extend this. We'll, we'll do a little FAN baseball card. We'll take Evan Royal. down. 
Take Evan down. I want to see how good. If Evan's not amazing, then he's wasting his time with the squad. I think what he are you would. Doing? Be, I think he'd be very good. I, at in, this. in his age wheelhouse, he's got to be fantastic. We'll let him pick the years. Otherwise, he's a fraud. Yeah, and we'll see. All right, BT, which I don't think he is. Me neither. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. The New York Rangers have won the Stanley Cup. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Call now, be caller number 13 at 866-540-WFAN. That's 866-540-9326 for your chance to win a pair of tickets to a Yankees home game. We're just breaking down some of the schedule here. Yeah. Can't wait to get going. You could also qualify for your chance to win the grand prize trip to Yankees spring training in Florida, including round-trip airfare hotel, tickets to a game, and a VIP dinner, courtesy of Wendy's, the official hamburger of the New York Yankees. It is. It does warm me up a little bit. We were just talking about it, trying to get set here for um, you know the baseball season and opening day, the week of the or the day of the twenty eighth, uh, March twenty eighth. But that week, obviously, baseball starts. And yeah, man, thinking about baseball games to watch. BT. Oh, dude, I can't wait. Nothing I miss bad. baseball. I it, love baseball. It, I love it. I know. Obviously, pitchers and catchers reporting. You get guys speaking. Yesterday was Boone. Today, Garrett Cole and Olin Dorr met the media earlier today. You had Mendoza earlier in the week. So we're getting closer, but it's still, you know, we're early February here. I That's guess not maybe early, mid February. Mid. Yeah, maybe mid February. Definitely mid. Still, but it's still over a month away. It is. But, but it man, is. once it gets here, boom. I, I can't wait. And, you know, I'm actually looking at it right now. There's a chance, let's see, maybe Saturday we get some AM snow showers, but I always do this mostly because I want to see what I could get on the golf course secondarily, uh, but primarily when we could get the kids out and, you know, play baseball on the turf and games and obviously coaching, coaching the kids. And I'll tell you, I'm looking at the advanced weather, mm-hmm. and this goes through the 29th of February. Mm-hmm. And if we could get past Saturday, which is 50 50, some snow, not nothing terrible, it's all low 40s, but then very quickly high 40s. And then low fifties. So how the projected how, forecast? And if that's the case, you get lucky another week or so. We could be done with the snow. Starting when? When does that forties kick uh, in? Well, it's, it's forty. It's going to be forty three tomorrow. Oh, good. So maybe my my driveway will melt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I need to get it to Below melting. Thirty two. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Keep it over that. Let's yeah, get that. Yeah, 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 I'll yeah. run over a few more times. Get that down. <laughs> Soften it up. Yeah. I can't wait for baseball season. All right, BT and Sal on the fan. Bobby is calling from Belmore. Speaking of baseball season, what's up, Bobby? Hi, guys. Good afternoon. Listen, hey, I heard, I heard uh, Boone say uh, that they held Bell winning our championship. Now, if you look at four-fifths of their pitching staff, uh, I don't know how you can make that assumption. I mean, Cortez has been hurt since the 2022 ACLS, come off two rotator cuff strains. His better chance of him having shoulder surgery and him coming back strong. We all know about Rodan. I mean, with his head, not even just a head case and, his, and the arm injury and elbow injury. This guy has a chronic, he said he had a chronic back issue, has a chronic back issue. So who knows how this guy's going to be? Um, and then Stroman has thrown 140 pitchers, of, I'm sorry, 140 innings the last two years. And an eight ERA in the second half, and Schmidt had a five ERA in the second half. So, I mean, and they combined those two, three, and four stars have thrown 53 starts with a five ERA last year. So how is this all going to come together? Well, let me let me tell you I how we're getting in the playoffs. Yep. I just keep getting in the playoffs, but not winning the whole thing. No way. Yeah, I mean, let me tell you how it could come together. Thanks for the call there. I mean, the Yankees 
Sal, what was the worst part of the Yankees last year? Let me address this with a question first. You're talking about specifically yeah, a part like the, of it, defense, pitching, The weakest offense, part of the New York yeah, the Yankees. Offense. The offense was, it was right there literally right. statistically with the A's right. in multiple, in like OPS. I'm talking prime offensive categories. The Yankees now, this obviously includes the bullpen, and I know that call was about the starting rotation, and he's not completely wrong. The Yankees have the ninth best ERA in all of baseball. In all of baseball. And in terms of quality starts, now that's where things need to change. As a matter of fact, the Mets had more quality starts. The Mets had 60 quality starts, which was 11th in baseball. A little surprised by that in a good way for the Mets. The Yankees were down to 22. So that's I know I know where the call or 22nd ranked. I know what the caller was saying. And that's with the best pitcher in baseball. It's with, yes. And even though I know Cole's going to be amazing, it's unfair to expect exact replication, even if there's like a, a 7 8% diminishment in stats. I mean, he's, he's not a kid. So even if Cole takes it a little teeny weeny tiny step back, to your point, that's with Cole being amazing last year. You got to hope Rodon's better. I know you don't think he will be. But I still, do. but they, whether we think he is or not, they, they need him to be better, and they need Cortez to be better, but, at least one or the other. Uh, I'm, you know, it's, Cortez is a good story. I actually think Clark Schmidt's more important to this okay. team. Okay, so then you, Cortez is the five? I think what it's all said and done, I mean, Clark Schmidt's inning limits is going to be because he's not up there yet with innings. Right, but then you have a problem. So, Well, that's what I'm saying. I think you early on you navigate off days and Who's the next man up? Luis Hills? Is he back healthy? He's back healthy, yep. Is he's he back gonna, healthy. So is he going to be the sixth guy to jump in? Because they're going to need if, – if you have the innings limit and uh-huh. you know injuries are going to happen, where are we looking at six and seven for the Yankees? Heal, uh, I thought, was good when yeah, we definitely heal. I don't, is Warren ready yet? I don't know. Somebody's going to emerge. I don't know. Yeah. You really need – I mean, no, no, I don't, I don't mean that flippantly, well, you, like, you, no, oh, no, no, no matter what they do, it'll work. But right. the one thing about the Yankees, they always find pitching depth. Like, we well, they traded a t- lot of it for Soto, though. Well, they did, but the thing about Michael King, and I know I'm kind of switching mm-hmm. lanes here, but it, it's all intertwined with pitching. Sorry, right, you those, like Boone with switching the lanes. Yeah, yeah, he's a big yeah. bowling fan. Yeah. He's got the turkey, three strikes in a row. Yeah. The um the Michael King pushback or or criticism like the which I think is just ridiculous. Oh, the Yankees gave up too much for Juan Soto, dude. It's Juan Soto, number one, and very few people actually espouse this. Though some did enough to hear it. Yankees got fleeced. All right, come on. Okay, I mean it's it's really one of the dumbest things I've ever heard. But I think they gave up a decent amount. But you gave up you got Juan Soto. That's the point. You get him for free. Come on. That's the point. Do you know how many innings Michael King pitched last year? No, how many? I think it was a hundred and four. So. Logically, you look at the benchmarks and the incremental jumps for all young – and he, by the way, he's almost 30. He's not 22. To replace that should not be that It difficult. shouldn't be that. Now, I know he would have gone from 104, I think, to maybe 130, 140, and you can manipulate that by skipping him once or twice, whatever, go to a six-man here and there, the off days, blah, blah, blah. But this notion that Michael King was going to be like the, right behind Cole and Rodon, number three, making 30-plus starts, it was – it was a fabrication of reality. Right, it was but, never going to happen. But I would have trusted him more than I do anybody else outside of Garrett Cole in that rotation. That, I think, is the issue. That's, that's like, somewhat Ro- fair. He's I, got really good stuff. I, you, I know Michael King's good. That's can, not my point. And, and he looked good as a starter as they were trying to For sure. convert him. So 
you can paint a picture where Rodon is what he was his last two years before free agency, yeah. before coming to the Yankees, sure. Now, again, that to me was the aberration over the course of his career. But you could paint a picture, best case scenario, Rodon is dominant, then it looks good. Stroman is consistent at the very least, even if it's a high 3 ERA, you know, 3 5 ERA, you take that with the Yankees because their offense should be able to yep. win him more games. Yep. Cortez and Schmidt back into the rotation, fine. Now, I could also paint a worst case scenario. Rodon is what he was last year, Stroman is a second half pitcher. Of last year, and you know more so that than the first half where he should have been an All Star. Cortez doesn't find it, and Clark Schmidt has an innings limit, and you know whatever struggles. Well, Schmidt like, threw 160 a year ago. Yeah, he's, right. he's almost knocking on that two bill yeah. door now. Right, well, you were saying he has an innings limit. No, no, no I was saying Michael King. No, no, but Schmidt, you were saying even as well. Schmidt. Yeah, yeah, but not, not as pronounced as King. No, right, I did, okay. but not as not as much as well, King. I like Schmidt, but again, he's I like. Be, Schmidt. I so, think Clark's good. So let's say Schmidt is what we think he's going to be, which is solid, right? Like a solid four yeah, yeah, in a rotation? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you okay. know, three is four. Okay, whatever. Solid. Three, four, fine. Cortez, let's say he falls off, and, and I like Nasty, and I would bet that he'd bounce back more so than Rodon, mm-hmm. for the record. But let's just say Cortez is what he was last year. Okay. Let's say Stroman is second half last year. And let's say Rodon is a little bit better than last year, but nowhere near what he was before the Yankees signed him. Then you're screwed. That's a problem. Like, And that's the problem I have with the Yankees going into the season where they say all in. There's too much of a fluctuation between the ceiling and the floor, specifically with the rotation. It's not ideal. I mean, now, the reason why I'm not hitting the... Uh... You know, the emergency button yet or breaking the glass out of uh, a fear of, of whatever is because there's ways to circumvent that in season trades. Go get a pitcher. Yeah. yeah. Now you got to do it. And then you got to get the right one. And that's not something that Cashman's done well. So I'm not saying it's a layup, but it's obviously an option. Jim is calling from Maine. Jim. Hey, guys. Hey, Jim. Hey, Sal, you have me cracking up, man. It's like, <laughs> how much snow did you guys get there? <laughs> it was nothing. Much of an it was a lot. It was heavy and wet for at least, I would think, I don't know, four or five, maybe three, four. Yeah. 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 I'm calling from Caribou, Maine, right? We get get on average 120 inches, and we've had as as much as 200. I hope you hire people to do it for you. How do you do it, Jim? No, no, no. Well, first of all, you don't survive up here without a shovel. I mean, without a snowblower. You oh, can't okay. do it with a shovel. Yeah. You have, and that's why, Sal, if you want to cut out all the, all the nonsense, get yourself a small Toro, and then when you do get, like, you know, the, the odd snowstorm here and there, you'll be done in 10 minutes. Yeah, but guess yeah, but that's not... guess, guess what that entails, Jim, and thank you for the call, and I appreciate the advice. You know what a snowblower does? A couple thousand bucks. Just well, borrow Francesca's. Yeah, He's yeah, got the right, snowblower. Right, I remember. But not, <laughs> not even the couple thousand, which, by the way, is obviously a lot, but... And to sit there for the majority of time and then True. use it once every three years. You got to gas it up years. as well. well maintenance. You got to gas it up. More oil. Make sure the oil. Make uh, sure the gas. That's make what sure I hate. Here, so here's what I would do with this. I'd be like, yeah, you know what? That's a great idea. I'd throw down 2500 get the snowblower. Mm. It'd sit there in the garage for two years. The one time it snows, I'd go to start it up and something be wrong with it. The oil's not clean. You didn't reload. The gas is dirty. And it's having a, like, this is the problem. I'm not doing it. I'd rather pay somebody 50 bucks or whatever it costs now to have them come shovel the driveway. So you pay somebody now? No, I don't. I don't even know where they are. I want to hire somebody. (laughs) I don't know where they are. Maybe they, maybe it's not around anymore because most people sack up and do it themselves. There's people that do everything. I got a guy that was calling me today, Pooh Patrol. I mean, that is, I heard you talking to that guy. So you pay somebody to come and pick up your dog's poop. I is did, true? yes, only for the last couple of months. I tell you, you are you are a really complex character because on one hand you're gritty and blue collar, 
And then on the other hand, I don't know who the hell you are. I don't, dude. Get, I don't You're get terrified of the shovel. I know my you know, father. You won't put poop in your hand. Your dad's got to be disappointed you looking imagine? down saying, who is this was that I, you, I raised? Can you imagine my father? Blue collar uh, mechanic. Mechanic, right? Yeah. Hands on, did everything himself. Me paying someone to pick up the dog poop in the back. <laughs> no. He would kick my ass. He might do but, a DNA test, make sure that you're yeah, really his or, well, or whatever. True. I don't but, know. But I, it's Jeez. not like I do it regularly. It's like it got to a point where it was out of control, and I was like, there's too much. Well, how much out of control? Listen, what do you mean out of control? The dog goes two, three times a day. It was like months without maintaining it. Well, why like, didn't you maintain it? Well, I wanted somebody to do it once. I was like, oh, only, you know, whatever, 25 bucks? Sure, let's do it. Now, the catch is I didn't want to do it just that once and then bail on the guy, so I felt bad. So we did it a couple months. I'm moving anyway. So wait, wait. You... you Give somebody twenty five dollars to every come two for. Weeks, I think. Oh, okay. I think man, for every time he comes to your no, house no, no, to pick no. up every, the poop. Every two weeks they come and get it all from the backyard. I mean, that's. Guy was I, I appreciate the guy's side hustle, but it dude, just doesn't reflect dude. favorably on you. Dude, not even side hustle. Huh. Guy was telling me he's like, oh, I know it's funny. Like people think, oh, you pick up poop or whatever for a living. He had to shut down his uh, power washing business because this took over. Nah, come on. I'm telling ass. you. I'm telling you, it's a big business. Yeah, I mean. And by the way, I was like, oh, really? Are you hiring? Like, maybe, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you can use the extra side hustle. Uh, he's sticking E. coli, the virus in dogs' waters to, uh, to, to expand business. I Think mean, how much it. can dogs go? There's no recession for that. Like, you got dogs. Dogs got to poo. Poop, poop, poop patrol? Yeah. Hoff said he's got somebody else that, uh, what was what? the name of it, Hoff? Didn't you have somebody that, uh, business with the with the dog cleaning service? What? What was the name of it? Because they come up with some creative names here. Scoopy Poopy. There you go. Scoopy <laughs> Poopy. Scoopy I Poopy. I want to understand something here, yes. Sal. You yes. want to pay, or pay somebody to pick up your dog's poop, but you're willing to be paid to pick up somebody else's dog's poop. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, I'm not getting paid to pick up my own dog's poop. And yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but here's the difference. Hop's wife works. He works. You know, your wife I'm is... working two jobs. No, 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 I know, I know. But those are two incomes. Right now you have one because your wife is with the with the yeah, baby, two right. years old. That's right. still that's a very important time. So I don't he's kinda of wasted money. Yeah, it was for a short period of time. And that's why I had to cut it off today. I felt bad doing it. But oh, you fired him today? Well, no, no, no. I'm not fired. We discontinued well, the service. So you fired him? No, no, what? no. Is he going to come back and no, pick no. it up next week? No, no. We, we fired him. Off. That's it. That's yeah. it. Do you give him a severance? No, guess who's got to go do it? You give him a little plastic I, bag of severance, an I empty plastic bag for his next Dude, uh, you laugh. poop pickup? He's raking it. Ah, there's no way he's raking it. I'm not, not trying to diminish the, the guy's hustle. He's not raking I'm the money. I'm telling you, it's a big business. Oh, God. What do you think? lying to me? Dude, how much? Listen, listen. With the prices of everything, you tell me that this guy's rich, making $25 every two know, weeks. I don't know about rich. Picking up he's making, dumps. Making good hustle. Making good money. Yeah. All right. BT. Was you he selling uh, heroin on the side? You don't understand how many people don't want to pick that up. Yeah. Well, that's one of the reasons I don't have a dog and the kids are putting the full court press on. I, oh, I'm going to have to crack at one. some point. I really want one. And they then I'd really love to see you the one. first time one of the kids comes running the house with poo on their shoe. No. And yeah. What do no, you mean? No? Well, I mean, well, first of all, hopefully they'll take the shoes off and, yeah. you know, they're not afraid to get their hands dirty like you. Yeah, no. No, but when it gets out of control, like you haven't done it for a week or two, you've been away, you go on vacation, whatever. Life gets in the way, you forgot yeah. to do it. Well, that won't happen Your wife because I, tr- I love my it. grass too much. <laughs> so I, I, you know that. You know, I'm a grass You snob. should start the business then. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let's do it. I don't know. You are. You're getting weird, man. BT, I'm telling you, you the do truth. Some weird stuff, I didn't even know the people. I wanted it to happen once, and the guy's like, "Oh no, we come every couple weeks." Like, All right, <laughs> How'd sure. you find this guy? Go a uh, Google. Oh come on. Yeah, yeah Google. You couldn't go search. through Yelp anymore. They have everything. Huff, what is going on? They with this? Dr- listen. They drive around. I got. I don't use them, but I see him all the time. He just drives around, and he. 
I see him get out of his vehicle, his Scooby Doo looking vehicle. Maybe he's got Scooby the vehicle Poopy. from from Dumb and Dumber when they're yeah. uh, with, the, with the ear flaps on. They're right. there for ten minutes, fifteen minutes. That's it. That's yeah. a wrap. All right, not a bad hustle. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. Odell Beckham Jr. made the catch with one hand for the touchdown. Wow, what a catch by the rookie! Ridiculous. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Brandon Tierney, Salicata, back on The Fan. Continuing with your calls. Before we do that, though, BT, one thing I saw, and I want Yankee fans to listen up to this. For those of you who think that I hate the Yankees and can't have an opinion that's unbiased when it comes to the Yankees, I want you to clean out your ears and listen to what I'm about to say. Did you see some of the quotes BT Garrett Cole I did. had to say today? I did. I'm going to give you two that I just absolutely love. Okay. Uh, Cole talking about last season and the injury prevent, uh, prevention. Cole says, we get injured too much as a group. We need to improve. Now, it sounds simple. And, you know, obviously we all know that that was the case. But the fact that he would say that, we need to improve. Holding the team accountable. Not anybody individually. And a lot of times there's nothing you can do about it. But acknowledging that we get injured too much as a group, we need to improve. And then really the one that I love more than anything, Cole was asked about which goals or what are his goals this season, his most important goals. He said, I'm not sure I have any other goals other than winning. uh, Excuse me, let me get this right. I'm not sure I have any other goals other than to do my job and win a World Series. I try to keep it simple in that regard. He's an old-time Yankee great. Dude, I mean, that is... He's amazing. Think about that. I don't have any other goals other than to do my job and win a World Series. That is all you could ask for an athlete to do their job. And his job is to be the ace of the New York Yankees. And guess what? He's done that job better than a lot of his teammates have done their job. It's not his fault they haven't been to a World Series. Mm-hmm. He's doing his job. I love those quotes from Garrett Cole. Garrett Cole's the man. Uh, he is low maintenance. He is always oh, talk about Pete, who, who does, like always answer the bell. We talk about Alonzo. I mean, Garrett Cole always answers the bell. Dude. The guy makes 32, 33 starts a year. He's always up there with a ton of strikeouts. Nobody touches him. He's on a team that's been, you know, built, I think, improperly in several different versions that have yet to be good enough. And here he is. He is just, um, he's phenomenal. The The greatest compliment I think you could pay an athlete is that they are worth every single penny. And a lot of times with pitchers, actually with players in general, but specifically with pitchers, they don't live up to those big contracts. Mm-hmm. The one that comes to mind immediately, Max Scherzer with the Nationals, lived up to every penny of that contract. Yeah. And then some with the Nationals. Strasburg did not. He was a be- Right, exactly. Team. Or even guys that have made Strasburg was a total failure. <laughs> but other guys like maybe have a couple of good years, mm-hmm. and then you always pay on the back end. Scherzer was the rare player Ironically enough, when he came to the Mets, he failed miserably as far as living up to the contract. But the rare player... He started well with you guys. He was he was yeah, very tough for the he first 20 starts. That, it was a seven-year deal, whatever it was. Yeah. Every year, yep. he posted, he performed up to the highest of his abilities. Garrett Cole's doing the same thing. Oh, there's the no doubt. I can make the case Garrett Cole's the best Yankee pitcher I've ever seen in my life. I mean, better than but Pettit. But who else would be up there? Better, better Gidry, than everybody. Pettit, better than uh, every, every, oh, I, I did I Clemens. Saw, I, I didn't see Gidry in the 70s. I saw, by the way, he won a couple of... Uh, twice, I think, in the 80s, at least twice, maybe a third time, where he won 20 games. But I think vintage Gidry was obviously more late 70s with the 19 strikeouts. We were just untouchable. But Gidry's there. Clemens is there. Pettit, I'm just throwing names out. Mm-hmm. Pettit, uh, obviously, CC Sabathia, G- David Cohn when he came over. I think they're not on Cole's I, level. I, I think Eric Cole's just better. That's it. Plus, Clemens, while he was, you know, 
CC was close first couple of years. That was comparable. Right. That's but, how good CC was. But Cole, uh, CC. Well, yeah, I, I don't want to minimize. It sounds like I'm minimizing CC, and maybe it's just recency bias with Garrett Cole. But man, he's just the, he's, you can't he's the real deal. Yeah. All right, BT and Sal on the fan. Back to the Knicks calls. Richard is calling from Manhattan. What's up, Richard? Hi, Sal. Hi, Hi Richard. Hey, Richard. I, I agree. BT, I agree with you 100% with shoveling. And I got 20 years on you guys. I'll yeah. be 69. I went up to the Bronx Tuesday night. Wet snow. What satisfaction. And I'll tell you, it mm. was warm Tuesday night. Yes. So I was shoveling without my gloves on. Yeah. Oh, and ooh. it was a lot of fun. Mm. I put the music on, like you said, yeah. Sports Talk Radio, hour, hour and a half. And it felt great. It felt great. And I thank God it. it didn't ice up. That night, so we were okay. And my my uh, in front of my house was the only house. What am that I wasn't. missing here? You guys enjoy shoveling. I, I love wow. it, and I got twenty years on you guys. Yeah, you know right. what it is, Rich? It's just um, number one. It's a good little workout, but it's also just a sense of satisfaction accomplishment. I have somebody do that because I don't want to mess it up. Because my lawn is, I, I love yeah. my lawn. Fellas, right. nobody has mentioned this. This guy, precious. Was more than a throw-in in the trade. Oh, I we mean, said that. Oh, you guys didn't mention. We said that, Rich. Right? Yeah, yeah. We, he's much more than we thought he was. What we were getting for yeah. him. I thought he was a throw-in. I didn't even know who the guy was. I had never heard of him. This guy is a viable sixth, seventh man in NBA lineup. No question about. It. He's going to come in and give you fourteen rebounds if he starts. You can't ask for much more than that. He's you not going to start. That's yeah. the problem. Thank but you. if he does. Thank you, Richard. I mean, I don't know if it's going to be the same situation. Could he, could he have a similar trajectory as Hartenstein, who was not – I mean, listen, I follow the NBA a lot. I knew Hartenstein. I didn't know he was this good. And first of all, I didn't – even last year when he wasn't starting, he was better than I thought. And then when Mitch went down and he got the expanded minutes, I'm like, my God, this guy's better than Mitch. He's a better passer. He's a better scorer. Right. He's better right. everything. Right. It's, uh, even rebounding is fairly comparable, even though Mitch is a beast on the boards. But – I think that maybe it shows the kind of player who is in the right spot at the right time, and he just becomes more of a focal point. I don't mean 35, 40 minutes like he's playing now. That's ridiculous, but he's a good player. It's one of the things that I love about the way this team is constructed, though. Those guys, Achua, is going to be very valuable off the bench. Whatever amount of minutes he gets, he's going to maximize those minutes and have an impact. Now, obviously, as you get into the postseason and guys are healthy, the bench is going to be shortened, but Achua is a valuable role player yep. off the bench. I think the Knicks are just missing one piece. They're missing a, I don't, I don't want to say true two-guard, and I know that basketball is positionless now at times, but they need that one more shooter in the starting lineup, preferably that plays the two-guard. Uh, that's why I would have loved DeJounte Murray. To me, it would have been the championship piece that they were missing. And maybe they get that this summer. You remember when the Knicks were always trying to get that second star next to Pat. Yeah. Obviously, you know, Starks was there for a little bit, Mitch but Richmond. not quite the star. Uh, well, they were always chasing yeah. Mitch. That was the name that we heard a lot. And they wound up bringing in, like, an aging Rolando Blackman. Remember him? Mm-hmm. Played for Dallas Maverick. Kiki Vandeway, you remember that? Yeah, of course. Kiki, of course, had the bad back. And it never, they never found that guy. And then, of course, ironically... Sprewell became that with Houston and Candy. And, as and, Ewing was on the wrong as side. As Patrick was on the wrong side of the hill. The point being, you know, even if Pat Riley would have gone to Blackman uh, or or Kiki would have played more when he was here before that, those were guys who, if they weren't in the flow offensively, it was tough to justify their minutes. Like, if they didn't hit a bucket early, make a shot early, and weren't doing much on defense, they weren't bringing a whole lot to the table. Somebody like pressure, like um, like Achua, Precious Achua, he can go two, three games without playing. 
But what he does well is transferable immediately. Hey, go play D, go run at the rim, you know, go give us quality minutes, defend with versatility, by the way, multiple spots. And there's such value to that because you don't feel like you've got to stick him in to keep him sharp because what he does, it's already inherently there. And that that's good for a coach to have. BT and Sal on the fan will come back, get more of your calls in on the Knicks. We did a little baseball as well. Whatever's on your mind on this. What the hell day is it? Thursday, BT and Sal on the fan. Your official station to talk Giants. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Brandon Tierney, Sal Lagana, back on the fan. Love we'll call of the day coming up in just a little bit. we got to get back to the phones here, BT. Been a largely Knicks uh, discussion here, talking about the Knicks as they head into the All-Star break, losing four straight, banged up every which way. I just don't think the Knicks could be a championship team. We have worked in some baseball uh, as well. We'll continue to do so, of course, as we get closer and closer to you know games actually taking place, even in spring training games. I guess Stroman met the media today said that he's looking forward to pitching the home opener for the Yankees or something like that. Yeah, a little presumptuous. Basically already slid himself into the three slot. Well, I mean, if they said he's going to – I'm assuming he's not making that up. They probably told him that. Uh, Yeah, but, I mean, the way it goes with early rainouts and inclement weather, I mean, I you know, who knows what's going to happen. Right. Are we definitely going to that? Yeah. I mean, Tink and I did it for two years in a row, and mm. I know before we came over, you guys have been doing it forever. I don't know why we wouldn't be doing it. Well, I'm here now. What does that mean? We're going – I don't know. <laughs> you don't know. Do we have to go? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I honestly wish we can go to Queens too. We can't based on you know, sort of like a broadcasting. I, I think I, I something do, like that. I, I, actually, I think I wish we can go everywhere. I was actually talking to Hoff about this before. I, we do need to get to a Knicks game together. Yeah. Then forget like doing shows or whatever. We we got to go to a Knicks game together at some point. I like, actually, ironically, just got invited yesterday by a buddy of mine in town who works for American Express, who has a uh, a suite. At the Garden, and he's a big Knicks guy. Mm-hmm. And matter of fact, I watched um, our wife's had some function. I coach his son, great guy. Mm-hmm. And our wife's and basically the entire remember, oh that was, that was with Tiki at that point, where there was some function in town to raise money for the school district. I'm like it's Knicks Heat. There's no way I'm going. I'm right. not going to this thing. <laughs> there's no no way yeah. I'm going. How much do I need to donate? Here you go. Yeah, yeah. Jen went. We went with you know a lot of friends in town, whatever. But. Uh, this guy Mike didn't go either, so we watched by my fire pit, watched the Knicks and the Heat, the closeout game, unfortunately. So he's a big Knicks guy, and he invited me to a game, and he said, you got to bring Sal. He actually really? said that, yeah, for the suite. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah. And guess he's what? He's a big fan of the show. I'm in. Let's yeah, I know. It. I said you'd be in 100%. Yeah. Yep. So we got to get some dates. We're working on it, so... I guess what you just brought up is pretty much already in the process of being right, solved. Well, there we go. And then when baseball season happens, we had a fun uh, we had a fun outing last year when we were kind of in our infancy stages as a show. Was that when we went to City when I paid yeah. off the bet? Yeah, you wore your indoor jersey yep. paying off a yep. bet. Um, so, yeah, I want to get to – it'd be fun to go to Yankee Stadium and, and Ball City Field. I mean, come on, dude. That's what this town is about, baseball. I can't wait to get to these games here. Now, It'll be fun. will we ever get to a Giants game? Because we might get treated a little treated a little harshly to Giants I'll go game. to a Giants My problem is not the Giants or the Jets. My problem is football games in general. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't disagree. The couch is a better spot. But yeah, I am going of the belief. Going to MetLife and dealing with all the traffic and the brutal, freezing weather. And I'm not leaving early. I don't mind being cold. Like, that. that's part of the appeal. I'll Tailgating, this, I love that. Moving a jersey for me? Oh, yeah. That changes things. That now. does change a lot for you. That's true. Uh, but I still went to three games. I went to road games last year. I just didn't go to any yeah. at MetLife. You didn't even go to a Jets home? You know, you went to the preseason Jets game. Yeah, I went to the Jets Giant game. I went to the Raiders game out there. I went to uh, Dallas in week number two. No, I guess last year was only two. 
Um, but still. I'd rather be on the couch. Yeah, I really I would football's, watch the other stuff. They've done such a great job of making it uh, perfectly you know, suitable to watch from your couch. All right, BT and Sal on the fan. Back to the calls. Nick is calling from Warren, New Jersey. What's up, Nick? Hello. I I disagree. I think Nick's, uh, Nick can, be, can, can, can win the final this year, honestly. Mm. Of course. Based on what? Huh? Based on what? They had the depth. Last year, last year was not... This team is nothing compared to last year, to be honest with you. Right, but last year they got ousted in the second round, and now you're saying the they're going round. to win the... Right, now I remember, and now you're saying they're going to win the NBA championship. No, this year, this is, this is the year. I'm telling you, man. I've been watching closely. Right, and you're telling me what? I think they're going to win it this year, brother. There you go. I love it. I mean, again, you're not going to be... I'd like a fact in there at Long Wayne. Thank you for the call. The fact is he's been watching, but he likes what he sees. Right. What's what's non-factual about that? I mean, come on. I mean, unless he's lying that he's been watching them, I believe him. He sounds like a very authentic guy. Well, I will agree that this is not last year. You are correct. Last year's team wasn't good enough to get out of the second round, even though they lost to a team that I believe they should have beaten in the second round in Miami. Mm -hmm. This year's team is different. This year's team is better. They're deeper. But... There are other good teams in the league. Saying the Knicks can get to an Eastern Conference Finals is saying a lot. That's assuming they're going to be two good teams in the first round. That's saying a lot getting to an Eastern Conference Final. Saying they're going to win an NBA championship is, come on, it's ridiculous. It's it's not, though. It's definitely a bit of a leap of, of faith. It's not ridiculous, though. i got to disagree on that. It's not this. It's not crazy. Dude, they like haven't they, done it since seventy. But stop! Then, I know. Then why are you gonna waste your time watching the Mets this year? No, you haven't done it since eighty six. I didn't say you shouldn't watch or shouldn't hope, but I said realistically, like now. See, this is what made me have this realization. Not mm-hmm. only the the bubble bursting, but like everybody is starting now. Not only to hope it. They're expecting it. Mm-mm, Nick mm-mm, fans mm-mm. are expecting. Uh, uh, that's not the right word. No, they're no, no, expecting no, no, they're the right gonna word. go to the NBA finals. Not expecting it. They are optimistically aware that the chances to do it have increased over last year. I think that's fair. I got a question for you, Sal. So, last year, the Knicks lose by a couple of points, Heartbreak City, closeout game against Miami, and Randall was a mess, the ankle. Mm -hmm. All right. So, do you agree, and I guess it's really two questions, but one is just a transition to the real question. Do you believe that the Knicks are better, went, went whole, than they will be this year versus last year? Do you agree with that? 100%. Okay. That's an easy one. Mm -hmm. Question number two. Name the teams, in your opinion, that have absolutely, and meaning there's no doubt about it, gotten better this year from last year in the Eastern Conference. I think the Cavs are the one. I would agree with the Cavaliers. They are absolutely better. Who else? To me, the I answer is that, nobody. No, because the Celtics already have been good. Yeah. Bucks are similar. If no, not, I think worse. the Bucks are worse. Their yeah. defense is horrendous. Embiid being hurt hurts the Sixers. So maybe do you see worse. what I'm yeah, saying here? So let me ask you well, 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 you're talking about the East, though. But I'm just saying, the, 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 yeah. Oh, you want to throw in the West? I don't, because when we get oh, there, because like. Because it's not going to be favorable well, to what you're saying. No, well, oh, but you can't win it. You got to get out of the East. So there's no way. Anybody in their right mind would say that the Knicks would rank over the T-Wolves, Thunder, Clippers, Nuggets. Okay, I, but you only, have to play one of those. you only have to play that, one of those teams true. in the final. That's what I'm saying. That is true. So it's not about like the odds or the probability. It's like, okay, if the Knicks are able to get to the NBA Finals, can they beat one of those four or five teams that Sal just mentioned? My answer is yes. You're less bullish on that. I got it. It's a, it's, it's a, it's a leap of faith with that understood. But to me, this is where I get excited. The Knicks were... A shot or two quickly not playing horrendously. Mm-hmm. Randall not playing horrendously slash being hurt. 
They would have won Game Six last year, and they and you're right, they should have beaten the Miami Heat. So in the series, well, really, so, Game One with Brunson not being at his best, that's another that's one what too. Them the series, correct? Right. So if the Knicks have undeniably gotten better this year, and with the exception of the Cavs, the team the Knicks beat last year, and I respect them, I'm not pushing them mm-hmm. aside, just to further the point. No one else has gotten discernibly better, if better at all. Right. The odds are rising. Right. And but, they were right there last year. But even with the Bucs or Sixers being a little bit worse, yeah. now the Knicks have gotten to their level. And the Cavs have gotten better than the Knicks yeah. this year. Understood. So you still have the Celtics, who are always better. But, but the Cavs who better. are now The Cavs, who are now better. Yeah. And the Bucs and Sixers are on par with the Knicks. Or I should say the Knicks are now on par with the Bucs and Sixers. Maybe. Not to mention the Pacers. Like, you have really the top six. It's Boston, Cleveland, and then everybody else, including Indiana. And you want to throw Miami in there. You can even make it seven. Yeah, I'm not, well, listen, you always have to respect Miami. Butler's a killer. Spolster's the Knicks man. would beat them in a the best I'm of not seven. Worried about it. I'm not trying to just, you know, brush them aside because they are they are a royal pain in the ass. And they play the way they we really want the Knicks to play. Dude, I mean, they play hard with integrity. You, you got to respect it. You want to get to the Eastern Conference Finals? You got to get the three seed. See, but now that's the problem because of these injuries. But like I that's still... part of it too. It's... Okay, go ahead. Finish like, up. No, yeah. no, I'm just saying like that's part of me saying that it's for the Knicks to be a championship team, everything had to go right. That means once um, Ananobi came over here, the Knicks were on another level, yep. smoking whoever they played. Didn't matter who it was, they were dominating. They were healthy. They were gelling as a team. If they kept that going and got a three seed or a two seed. Now you have a favorable first-round matchup. Now you're in a prime position in the second round and potentially, obviously, third, like a, a better position in the second round to get to the third round. Yeah. Now you're, you're there. No, you're, the you're, seating, one, uh, you're yeah. one series away from... Like, that's a big difference. The seating stuff matters. And now I, we're I looking at it where things, are, things have gone sideways here, rightfully so, because they're depleted, yeah. but it's not going to get better anytime soon. They could be, again, battling for a six or seven spot. Like... That right now there is a two game difference or a three game difference between the Knicks and the eight spot. The ma- oh, is that Magic? Yeah, is that the and the Who Magic just beat, beat them? Last them. Night. And they beat them last time they played them too at the Garden. Three game. The Knicks are three games ahead of the Magic for the eight spot. So we yeah. went from talking about the two seed to now the eight seed. There's certain I, I understand that, and that is important to bring that up because seeding is going to probably matter. I mean, but. The thing about the Knicks, and this is what emboldens me here, and I really mean this. If, if I would say, hey, for all the Nick talk today and all the mm-hmm. Nick talk we've had the last couple of weeks, I would latch on to, if, 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 if you're not sure where you stand, I would say latch on to this one thing that, that I'm about to say again, because to me it's the most important thing. So I don't want to say that seating's not important. It matters, okay? Health obviously is paramount. How you're playing, how you're gelling with new additions as you get to the postseason clearly matters. The thing that I love about this team is they could get on, they could get off their charter team or their charter plane in Miami, in Indianapolis, down in Orlando, up in Boston, down in Philly. Well, to take the bus to Philly, I don't care out to Cleveland, Ohio. I don't care where they have to travel. If they are whole, that tenacity and that depth and that shooting is coming off the plane with them. They can beat anybody. It's not about oh the hot take. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. They can beat, and and I did not feel that way last year. This year, I do. They're a much better team. Mike is calling from New Rochelle. What's up, Mike? Mike, hey. Sal, you stuck it out, baby. You had your back against the wall. I am so proud of you. You tied that series up. 
Uh, I'm looking forward to you're going to take this kid home. I'm yeah, telling you. Mike. Man, that was a uh, big he win. Of you. He took advantage of you last week. The field was wet. All right. You did another play that game. That was the worst pack, the worst pack of, the, of the series. And I, I'm, I'm being serious. That pack last week was a killer. I, I think it was a rough pack. My pack week. this week was a killer. Yeah, no, it was. That was a difficult pack. It's actually a really good game. Seven great six game. with two different uh, great game. with only eleven cards. Yeah, right. Foley, Foley. <laughs> you didn't know that. You know Did you Tim Foley, F O L I. You didn't know the other Foley. Foley. They used to kill us back in the day. Yeah, I should have known that one. Yeah, you didn't know him. I don't believe you. Yeah, yeah. what Foley? Yeah, he was Come a he was a popular name. Know? Tom Foley. Yes, I remember. Okay. I remember what the. Foley. Yeah, no, 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 that's him, Foley, Tom Foley. Right, but both of them. Yeah. He, he's saying both of them, and I agree. I don't disagree. There was a Bob Foley, too. You can look it up. Him, Maybe I don't remember. Get to, yeah. get to 1990, you got to scorch him. Oh, anyway. you, oh, Mike, have you been keeping score at home? Yeah, I told you. Me and my cousin play two packs every Friday night. That's there great. You go. There you that go, That is Mike. outstanding, dude. By the way, Tom Foley, 13 years, eight with the Expos, three with the Reds, two with the Pirates, two with the Phillies. Uh, he had, wait, wait, wait. He was with the Expo. He had 600 hits in 13 years, dude. No, no, but wait, I You guys that... are talking about the wrong folding. This guy did basically why, nothing. Why, why which, 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 yeah, really. His OPS was 647. Who the hell are you talking about? No, 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 but hold he on a second. Yeah, what, what's that sound? Remember, they played. Hold on one hold sec, on, Mike. Mike. So which Foley are you bringing up right here? The one that was in the pack today, Tom, Tom Foley, F O L E Y. Yes, he played. He with played who? with the Expos. He played with the Reds, How the Pirates, was he with the, the Expos. He was with them for eight years. Which years? Uh, he was with the Expos. It looks like two different stops, so it's hard to kind of go. But primarily from '86 through '92, and then a cup of coffee on the back end with the Expos. With the Expos, he did nothing. And when was he with? You're the, thinking so... about Tim Foley, who was better? No, no. But the guy that you were just talking about, the card was the Phillies. No, no, I, he was with Philly for a little bit. Right, so... He but, was with Philly in 86. And when was he with Montreal? The next year. See, all right. So at least no, I was No, we're not disputing. You got No, no, it. I just wanted to... I'm like, just saying the guy wasn't good. Right. Oh, he I'm stuck. not saying that. I'm saying I remember the name. But, but then, this guy, Mike and Rochelle yeah. say Tom Foley was good. Dude, he's got 32 bombs in 13 years. He, no, he was just like a, he was like a pain in the neck. You couldn't get him out. You, like, no, you could. Time. He had two forty. Well, the Mets. Yeah, well, I mean, the Mets couldn't get anybody out in some of those years. Yeah. Well, not but those years. That's <laughs> true. Go ahead, to Mike. Me, yeah. To me, if it's realistic, Knicks fans, you know, because there's a lot of Knicks fans in Manhattan. You know, like last year in the playoffs, you know, they get all the good seats. They never stick it out. You know, they only come around when the Knicks are good. All right, those are the same. People that are saying, oh, they're going to win it all. Listen, it's the Eastern Conference Finals or bust to me. The way the way they played a few weeks ago, like like Sal was, uh, like um, BT was just saying, the way they were playing, the aura around that team, it, it was gelling. It was a team sport, team concept. All right. Now, when it gets now, the best thing is we're going to have seven days off. We're going to get a little better. We're going to get healthier, all right? We're going to hit it. I'm telling you right now, we're going to go into the playoffs. We're going to be the number two seed. You understand? I'm not even sure I feel that, Mike. Cleveland's not as good as everybody's talking. No, but they're healthier and and, and more whole, thanks for the call, Mike, than the Knicks are now. I'm not going to concede the two spot. I said about five or six weeks ago, I thought the Knicks would definitely get to three. This is when they were lower, before they got hot. And I thought they had a chance to get to two. I don't see them getting to two right now just based on the injuries, but it, it, I don't want to say it doesn't matter, but it's less of an issue for me because of what they could do on the road. 
But two is a little ambitious right now. No, come on. You got to be somewhat realistic. Yeah. The, the, the pro- a big problem with this, you could say, oh, well, maybe it's a blessing in disguise that they get to rest these guys. But a big problem with the injuries, it ruined all the momentum that they had. And they were on track to getting a 2 seed. They were on their way to being one of the top teams in the Eastern Conference. That will matter come playoff time, where they match up against the Sixers or the Pacers. Who, who knows where it's going to match up now, as opposed to a lesser team. Now, again, it's not going to be easy, but you'd much rather be a two-seed than you would a four or five. They might not even have home court now with the way that things are going. It's possible. I mean, I know Embiid's going to be out for the Sixers for a while, too, but think about that. They've been missing Embiid for a while. They still are right there with the Knicks. I think you guys have to remember, though, that while we look at the Knicks and, you know, their, their struggles, Milwaukee, I said it before, they've lost six out of ten. Philly's lost seven of ten, and the Pacers have won five. Yeah, they're five and five in their last ten. Mm-hmm. It just seems like it's never ideal to have injuries and to go through a, a cold spurt. But the other teams, they've chilled as well. We got to incorporate that into the conversation. Where do you think the Knicks end up? Four seed wise, four. Yeah, I say I probably think a little bit lower, maybe four or five. I mean, it, it depends on when they get these guys back. Yeah. Oh man, that's going to be a big problem. I'm telling it's you right a buzz now. Kill. I'm telling you right now, you don't want Embiid in the Sixers in round one, especially without home court. I'd rather play them than the Cavaliers. Yeah, well, the Cavs are a two seed. I understand that. Well, I'd rather play them what than... What about then the Pacers? you rather play the Pacers or the Sixers? Pacers are a tough matchup. I, I you know, I, I know we I know, played them a few on. times late. The Pacers are tricky. How Miami, a handful, dude? Miami, Six, eight. Miami or Orlando or the Sixers? Who would I rather play yeah. in round one? Yeah. I'd say Orlando based on their youth, right. but they we don't seem to match up great with them. They've beaten them every oh, time. So wait a second. Now the Knicks what? don't match up with the Pacers. They don't match up with the Magic, but yet they match up to win a championship. <laughs> well, Something not, doesn't well, add well, up well, here. I mean, I'm just giving you like the optimal the optimal matchup. Say the team's getting, who would I most want to play who in round one? Who do you want in the first round? Yeah. Give me the options. Miami, Orlando, Indiana, You know what? I want Miami. I want Miami because I think that they're done. I agree number with Number one. And I want, to, I want to take the stake and slam it in their heart. Agreed. In right, round one. Right now get, get lost, Miami. Right now to get Miami in round one. Uh, again, I forget how the whole seven through ten thing no, works. What it is, it's, it's, it's a seven, eight, nine, right. ten in the play-in. Right, I know. But Miami's the yeah. seven right now. It doesn't All mean right. it's going to stay that way true, depending true, on true. the play-in. True. But right now... It would take the two seed to be able to play Miami. And I understand I'm with you. that. Of all those teams, like Orlando, whatever, but there's a little. Yeah, I don't no, know no, about I, Orlando. I know. I know. My, uh, Indiana, I think, would be very dangerous. Philadelphia, very dangerous. I think the Knicks would beat Miami in a Okay, now, years. I don't disagree. Confidently, I now, If you say other teams will be dangerous, I think that you're right. I'm not trying to sleep on these teams. What do you think they're saying about us? Oh, when the Knicks get healthy. And more, maybe more specifically, what do you think they were saying about the Knicks before the Knicks had myriad injuries? Yeah. Calling up the sports radio in Indianapolis. I don't know if I want to play the Knicks in, in the playoffs. Cavaliers, I don't want to see these guys again. They beat us last year. They're better this year. Miami, I don't know if yeah. I want to take the – I mean, so it's the same right, thing. But, but the higher seed you get, the easier or more favorable the first-round matchup would be. That's the point. In theory. And now I think they're going to be in the mix with one of the teams that is on par with them. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. Swung on. There it goes. Deep left. It is high. It is far. It is gone. Number 62 to set the new American League record. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Call of the Day with Brandon Tierney and Sal Licata on The Fan.
Today's call of the day is brought to you by Ramsey Mazda. Choose wisely. Choose Ramsey Mazda. Uh-oh. Something what big here, huh? is the, you it's never not know the, what he's Hold calling. on a second. Now, he's a clown, so it's probably something stupid. It's not the NBA. There's no <laughs> trades. Guys, jeez, that was you guys yesterday, not me. It's yeah. not the NFL. It's got to be something Yanks or Mets related. What's up? Okay. According to multiple sources, the Yankees are talking to two-time Cy Young Award winner. Blake Snell. Corey Kluber. Oh, yeah, I saw this. You're an idiot to come back as, oh, as a coach. Oh, he got you. No, I saw this already on social media. They didn't get anything. He's yeah, an idiot. He said Blake Snell. Well, I did I say Blake Snell. Too. Yeah, no. oh, I was kind of hoping for Bauer. Huff. Oh, come on. Yeah, fantastic. Wow, what a, oh, what a move. Oh, amazing, yeah. That's a great. brutal one. Um, did, uh, maybe I'll get you next hour yeah, when, when the Mets yeah. actually call Boris about Pete's contract. I'll, I'll sound a little here siren. No, I mean, listen, what are you doing? I, I, now, you can't get anything past me. Maybe him. I saw it. You, I already saw it. I'm not going to even waste my no, time no, on I the air about too. this. What do you mean you can't get anything past you? You literally just yeah, but said I knew Blake what it was. <laughs> but you just said Blake Snell. He said, well, I, was, I was thinking it. <laughs> well, they I bring got a little uh, D word. All right, BT Corey Klubot. Stupid nickname and the stupid role. What an advisor for the Yankees? Yeah. Whatever, dude. Hoff, that was Cash. nasty. I even I admit. Hook, line, oh God, and yeah. sinker. A little nibble on that thing. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Hoff, yeah. oh, he knew it too. He couldn't even get it out with a straight face. And even though I knew it too, like mm. we knew he was up to something, and I we both saw the Kluber news. I still, when I heard. Him say two times Cy Young Award when I was thinking Blake Snell as well. Now I just didn't say it, but uh-huh, he still uh-huh. he still threw it out there. Huff, that's good, on, bro. You did us dirty now two days in a row. You couldn't give us a break for a no. day. What was yesterday? Well, you had to dress up like clowns and gold. <laughs> well, dust. we did ourselves dirty by being bad at picks. Well, he picked the outfits. You think, I, you think we would have ever chosen gold dust and doink ever? No, but he could have okay. put us out there in speedos with our love handles yeah, flapping right. everywhere for look like complete you know losers yeah, no. on social media. And then than today just to the pile on minimal oh, losers that we looked like. My favorite part of that whole thing is you can't get me. Can't get anything past me. You Wait still. Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Sometimes my mind moves too fast. That's the thing. I knew it. I saw it. Oh, I won't even. I'll tell you when I saw that. I didn't even finish reading the article. I saw this because it was. The, this goes back to the other day with with Klubot and and Joel Klubot, whatever you say, Joel Sherman. And I saw the article, and once I saw what it was, I, st- I read like a sentence of like uh, advisory. I stopped reading. Right. Not interested. Nothing, it doesn't matter. Same, it doesn't impact. Me. I did the same nothing. exact <laughs> thing. And by the way, all kidding aside, the Yankees should be interested in Blake Snell. Like, oh, they, yeah. they need to do something. And, and isn't it weird how we're at the point? Like, pitchers and catchers are reporting. Teams are getting going here. Yep. Bellinger, mm-hmm. Snell, Montgomery, others still available. Solaire just signed. J.D. Martinez, Martinez still is still available. No, I think that this is a very, uh, shall we say, passive but yet unified, unified form of collusion. Right. I think that the owners are saying, you know what? Hey, just they'll sign eventually, but we're going to make these guys wait. And the longer it trickles and deeper it trickles into the season – they're going to get a few cents on yeah, the dollar. I don't think it's collusion. I think that it is. I mean, loosely interpreted collusion. Right. But don't you think it's just teams getting smarter now saying, hey, I'm not paying what you think we should be paying for such and such players? Like, yeah, Blake Snell, based on past performance, pretty good. Deserves a good contract. Probably not what he's asking for. They're asking for the world. They're not going to get it. J.D. Martinez, good player, but, he's, you know, what, 37, something like that? Yeah. yeah so, is. I mean,. What are you, you going to give a guy who's ready to fall off the cliff here? You're not going to pay him $20 million a year. I'm sorry. It's just, to me, it's responsible spending 
from teams. It's not collusion. It's that they're realizing you can't just go out there and throw reckless money. Bellinger a little bit different because younger player. He's 27, 28 years old. We've never seen this year. before. Yeah. I, I think it's it's a non-spoken. Well, I think it's been communicated. And again, a collusion, I use that. I, I use it very loosely. Well, I mean, they went after Yamamoto to the point where he was expecting to get $200 million. He ended up getting $325 million. Uh, that's like, different with the Japanese revenue stream. I think that they that's so much easier to justify. Although I thought more teams would be really, really interested than, than uh, like, aggress- aggressive in their mm-hmm. pursuit of Yamamoto than there actually were. Um, I think that even though some of the contract demands have been exorbitant, of the guys still sitting out, owners usually acquiesced in the past. Like, they bit the bullet. I think there's a a complete, abrupt... Don't you just think they got smarter, though? Well, yes, but I think that... Yeah, I do. I I definitely do. I don't want to bury... I do. But to make sure that you're getting smart together and nobody steps out of line, like, that's... Again, collusion's not really the right word, but... Some form of banding together to lower the prices, which is basically an element of collusion. Let's call for what it is. On the mid guys. Yeah, Ballinger's not a mid guy. Yeah. Well, the top guys are going to get paid. Otani. Well, has to well, the Cy Young. Yeah, I, I, I know, but he's not as good as Yamamoto. I, I know. I know the that, Japanese influence. Geez. I understand that, but that's still. Jordan I mean, Montgomery's still out there, right? Yeah. I, it, is, it is crazy. I know Evan was talking about this, where baseball's a little broken. I don't, in this regard, I don't like the fact, and I'm going to step up for the little guy here. Listen, Blake Snell is going to step into $190 million. When, whether it's next week or next month, he's getting it. Same with Bellinger and the other guys for the most part. I feel bad for the guy. I mean, not terribly because he's not destitute. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the guy who's trying to make two, three million, half goes to tax, one and a half million all mm-hmm. of a sudden, a little piece of the agent. You got a family. Like, those are the guys where it's, who are not signed yet. It's a little unsettling. Generally, the way it used to go was, the big fish, they latch on, and then, like dominoes, everybody else, once the pecking order of payments been established, now the mid- and lower-tier guys can get a piece of the pie. But it's all disjointed. I do think, I do think though, the owners have smartened up, and baseball's got to realize, and the agents have to realize that they can't just be pigs about things yeah. in a sport that has guaranteed contracts with no salary cap. Like, Bellinger's not worth whatever he thinks he's going to get. Same thing with Blake Snell. Not worth it. If I'm a team, I say, hey, good. He's a good player. Like I said with the Mets from the beginning, I wouldn't touch any of these guys. Yeah. I don't think it's coincidental that they haven't gotten touched yet. Their their self-evaluation is much higher than what the market says it is, and that's why they're sitting out right now. You know what it is? We'll get back to the phones here. They're imperfect stars. They're stars, but there's enough flaws right. Whether it's the innings with Blake or some of the lower batting average, but they want to get paid like stars. Yeah, yeah. So somebody's going to have to adjust, and the owners are doing it for him. Matt is calling from Farmingdale. What happened here? Whoa, you know, I can do it for you. Yeah, you got uh, it. Yeah, Matty, Farmingdale. What's going on, buddy? BT and Sal, how are you? BT and Sal, boys, love you guys. Love the show. Thanks, um, Matt. Sal, Sal, your defense for the Knicks not winning the championship is completely off base. Your case does not hold water, like my cousin Vinny. And let me tell you why. Your your argument, Sal, is that they are not they're not better than Boston. They're not better than this team, that team. That's true. But every year in sports, does the best team win? If that was the case, we wouldn't be playing. No, but the there game. are four or five that are better than the Knicks. But 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 are they head and shoulders above better? Just, uh, forget, uh, hold on, Matt. Matt, hold on a sec, Matt. Matt, I, I want you to battle this because I've been battling all day. Don't let them get away with it. There are four or five teams better than the Knicks when the Knicks are healthy. They're absolutely There's no are. way. They're absolutely no are. chance. But, 
Okay, so I'll, I'll give you I'll give you Boston. Boston is better, but are we talking night and day, or are we talking night and afternoon here? They're adjacent, these teams. They're not ten times better. In a seven-game series, the hotter team coming in can win that. And if the Knicks get everybody back healthy... I got news for you. Really if I had to make a prediction on it, the Knicks won't even see Boston. They're not going to see Boston. <laughs> They're not getting there. The, the Knicks are going backwards, and I'll give you the teams. Boston, Minnesota, OKC, the Clippers, and the Nuggets. Five without even thinking about it better than the Knicks. Now, I'd do also, the teams of the East, though. I'd also that's what matters. I'd, well, you're talking about winning a championship. Let's, just, let's get to the Eastern Conference. Celtics, who else? Celtics and the Cavs. That's two right off the bat. And the rest, I would say the Bucks are better, too. I mean, come on. you got to be realistic here. The Bucs are better, too. Now, do I think the Knicks could beat the Bucs in a seven-game series? Yes. Could they beat the Cavs? Yes, they could if everything goes well. Everything is not going well for the Knicks right now. Well, and they're going... going well. people, are, people are injured right now. When everybody gets back, you saw the way they were rolling, like, like BT was saying earlier. You called these other towns. They're, they're, they're scared of the Knicks. Are they talking about it? They are afraid of the Knicks when they're healthy and they're gelling the way that they were. But to get to – and thank you for the call, Matt. Thanks, to Matt. Get, to get to a – you know, I don't have my screen one dead there. To get to an Eastern Conference Finals, to get to an NBA's Finals, you need to have, you don't need to, but it would help to have a higher seed, a more favorable matchup in the first round because of the injuries. And again, I've listed a a million reasons. So you could say that, oh, your defense doesn't hold water, but it really does because when the Knicks bubble burst, okay, now at that point they were peaking, they were riding high, everything felt possible for them. I would never put a ceiling on it. Then the bubble burst, and now you get back to reality. The reality is they have a lot of guys injured right now. They're depleted. That's number one. The reality is at the deadline, all they did was add depth. They didn't add that extra star to put them over the top. That is number two. The reality is Julius Randle has not proven himself to be a star player in the postseason. Ananobi, Randle, these Knicks, even with the new additions, haven't proven themselves in the postseason. Tibbs hasn't proven himself to be successful at the ultimate level. In the postseason. So there were already question marks that were built in that now have on top of them question marks in the regular season because of where the Knicks are going with the depleted nature of their roster. One thing that I can't wait to see, I know we got a break here, is instead of coming in exhausted from, you know, logging 38 minutes a game, Randall's changing the narrative this year. I think so too. He's going to come in fresh, he's going to come in bouncy. And it's time to go to work. I think the injury hurt him, though. He was rolling, dude. Playing the best basketball of his career. I think the injury hurt him. That, to me, was the first, ah, crap. Maybe the Knicks aren't, in fact, going to get to an NBA Finals this year. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. Santana into the windup. The payoff pitch on the way. Swung out and missed. Strike three. He's done it. Johan Santana has pitched the no-hitter. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Brandon Tierney, Salakata back on The Fan. Good admission tonight, BT. Got the Dice concert live. Carnegie Hall, Andrew Dice Clay. Wish you were coming with, but I know you got the obligations that you got to attend to at uh, St. John's. Yeah, I got to go shoot the TV show with with Rick. Otherwise, I'd be there for sure. Have an awesome time. This is going to be great. You get a shout out, D. What do you think? I mean, I think Dice needs to shout you out. Get out of here. We get out of here. You think he cares about it once he leaves here? I know he wanted to come back the second time. Uh, He he wouldn't be able to pick me out of the crowd. I'm just hoping the seats are good. You think they hooked us up with good seats? What's the. uh, No, I've been to Carnegie Hall. I've never been. I I have no idea. I know where it is. Yeah. Is it about what's what's the size there? Five or six thousand, if I had to guess. No, I don't even think it's that big. Hmm. 
He said it when he Good was seats. with us, I forget. I'm going to say so? you set up nice. All right. Yep. I invited Costos. Oh, Nick is going. Yeah, you know why? Because he mentioned, he either te- texted us or mentioned when he came on with us after a Dice appearance. Like, oh, Dice, love Dice. I wanted to bring people who love Dice. Yeah, of course. My, my buddies from, one of my buddies from home, Vinny, who, he, he put me on a Dice, actually, back in the day. We'd watch Dice Rules at his house. We'd go to all Dice shows together, so I'm bringing him. Okay. And Stephen Howard Beach is going to come along. That's, that's a pretty eclectic crew. Yeah. Well, all Dice fans. I wanted to make sure we got. That's awesome. Yeah, well, I mean, once you, you know, couldn't go, I was like, oh, well, I don't want to waste these tickets. You no, and Hoff can't go either. Yeah. Listen, if I didn't have this work responsibility, I would have been there front and center. Yeah. And Dice even said you guys could come backstage. He did say that. Yeah. Oh. And you, you asked him about it. Well, I did go- ask him. Carnegie, Sometimes you got to ask if you want to get something. Carnegie, What's the seats? <laughs> you're right. Yeah, you meanwhile, I've been asking for a Dory Jackson giant throwback jersey. He said, yeah, uh, closed mouths don't get fed. That was like three months ago. We still haven't gotten a jersey. Uh, Carnegie capacity is 3,500. Okay, so I'm going to say that you are going to have solid seats. Real solid. Like like solid to a point where Dice can I'm be not like, saying VIP. Is, nah, you know, not close okay. enough where we can start making fun of you. Yeah, okay. You're going to blend into the crowd more than that, but I'd be surprised if they're not really good. Scale of 1 to 10, 8 and a half. If you were there, yep. then we might have asked for like a little backstage meet and greet. Because he, he did say. He said. I know, but he looked like when no, you no, said No, 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 no. He was another one like, I was so uncomfortable when you said it. Yeah, how about the backstage, Dice? And I'm like, oh. Dude, he called. The- oh, wait, wait, hold on. I know that. Wait, 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 wait. No, wait. but you got to. He's he making me sound like a Gavon here. He yeah. just my hands out asking for everything. What happened was he came the first time right. to obviously push tickets. He spoke about Mitzi for about an hour. I cracked, a j- <laughs> I cracked a joke that I thought was hysterical. Not everybody agreed about his face falling to the floor. And, yeah, whatever. Yeah, I mean, yes. Whatever. I had a little fun. Yeah. Um, it, it was it was very wordy. We didn't get a chance to really run mm-hmm. the conversation. Well, it was not he an kind interview. of railroaded. Yeah. It, was a, it was like we, he spoke. We kind of listened. Right. So then we're like, but he's still the dice man. We love him. Then he calls Hoff. Our producer. Love the energy. I love those guys. Yeah. I love their energy. I want to come back and hang out with those guys. He came back to us. Right. I know we wanted to sell more tickets. I get that. Right. But he generally bonded and liked us. He spent 30 minutes after the first show. Uh, Dude, if we didn't leave the building, Andrew Dice Clay was not leaving the building. He was hanging. Yeah, he was hanging on us that first time. So I thought I had the room to ask him. But then the second time he left right away, and it was after you were like, what about backstage? Now, I don't think you were necessarily wrong for saying, hey, can we get backstage? But then I started to think like, Dude, he's performing a show at Carnegie Hall. Yeah. Like, you think he wants to be bothered by anybody before well, he goes on? Well, you don't know if you don't ask. And listen. And he did actually say, he said, Well, tell, yes. tell everybody what, don't make me look like an he, idiot. Tell said, everybody what he said. He said, talk to my guy. But again, like, you know how you get a feel if somebody was really into it or not. And I felt like he was like, all right. Like, yes, you could. But remember, I'm not going to have a lot of time. He even said, like, he explained it. I don't have a lot of time. Yeah. I can maybe say hello. He said, I'll give you a I high would, five, and yeah. i got to keep moving. I'm yeah. working. I said, right. that's it. I'll say hello backstage, but I got, you know, I, I can't spend time with you as far as hanging. Yeah, you're, like, you're right. reading it differently than it really went down. I thought it was a great job on my part, because if I didn't ask, none of the you guys were going to ask. Yeah, no. I we, stepped up for the show. Well, because that's something Somebody to me, had to register more than a six on the sack but <laughs> You guys yeah. were all turtling up. I'm uh, like, i got to take true. care of this. It is true, but I feel Jeez. like that's something, like, it would have been nice for him to be like, you guys want to come backstage? I mean, that would have been optimal. Yeah, I don't right. disagree with that. Yeah, so he doesn't. It's like, yeah, hey, so how about backstage? You got to create your own opportunity. Yeah. How about bringing us on stage, shouting us out, doing the yeah, set? Yeah. I'm going for the whole yeah. thing. Now, keep in mind, though. <laughs> keep in mind. Just so you understand, Sal. Look at Hoff shaking his head. It's yeah. true. Hold yeah. on. I don't care. No, he's it's not. His head. What, 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 what? It's not true. Because <laughs> where the first time we couldn't get him to leave, the second time we couldn't get him to stay. 
he oh, he was out the door to the before. gym. He had oh my ass! He was he. I we, we asked him if he could do anything, and he wouldn't do it. He and then, not, nothing against him at all, but he literally was like, "No, nah, I can't. I gotta go. I, I gotta go." Sal asked him something on the side too. Couldn't do it. Like not 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 a single favor was. I gotta go. Well, I had to run out. If I believe, if if I believe, I remember. I actually was had to get right to St. Yeah, John. He did bail I had though. to go. All right, but so what? He left. He came in. He did yeah, a radio. Do we want to hang out here for another hour? Well, again? I'm just saying. I think we read the room a little differently. Uh, I, I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, just to be clear. Hold on. Hold on. Just to be clear, Sal. Yeah. yeah. Now, because you know, many of you who listen to this show listen to Boomer and Joe in the morning, so you, you're very familiar with our buddy Peter Schwartz. So just to be no, very clear. No, it was not that level. It was not a Peter Schwartz ask. No, no you were not asking for autographs and pictures. And... It was in a funny, not intrusive, like, so nice, you're going to hook us up backstage or what? Like, very disarming. <laughs> that is true. That, that's that, that is exactly the water, what he bites, see if he nipples, see if he did. And he, he, he did. Let's say he sucked the whole thing, the, the whole hook down. Right. But the food was enticing enough to nibble around the hook. I'll put it this way. I do think that after your ask, and if you were going, we would have gotten a hang with So do I. Stage. But I'm not. I'm so basically, not, what you're saying is without me, you got no juice. Yeah, I'm, That's what you I'm just not going to pursue it. There was no way I was going to ask them. <laughs> oh, by the way, what about the backseat? Yeah. I don't even hey, want to bother. Remember, my partner him. asked you? Yeah. yeah, right, yeah. yeah. All right, BT and Sal on the fan. Devin is calling from Boston. What's up, Devin? Hey, guys. How are you doing today? How are you, Devin? Hey, Dev. Good. Got a couple uh, couple points on the Knicks. So I, I live up in Boston, and I will say uh, when the Knicks are healthy, uh, from what I've heard from Celtics fans, the team they fear the most is the Knicks. Whoa. But obviously, but obviously, let's caveat that majorly with they have to be healthy, right? But when the Knicks come to town, I will say I've gone to every game this year. Knicks fans show up. They are loud. All that to say we have to get healthy. The one thing that scares me, though, also is, they rely on Brunson so heavily. So Brunson needs some rest. Will he be fresh coming into the playoffs? Love the point on Brandle being fresh, hopefully for the playoffs and showing up for one. Yep. Um, but the other thing is that for once, dare I say it, sustained success with the Knicks. We have draft picks coming and we've got money. So if it doesn't happen this year, right. hopefully we're a team to contend with for years to come. Well, and thanks for the call, guys. I appreciate thank it. Thank you, Devin. Thanks, Good job, Devin. We appreciate that. That, to me, is the bigger point. The fact that the Knicks are set up for sustained success. Just because I don't think they're a championship yet or, or a championship team this year built for that yet doesn't mean that it can't happen as soon as next year. Where I think that legitimately going into the year next year, based on a move or two in the offseason, they will be as complete as they can be, and say, all right, here we go. Go try to win a championship. I agree, Sal. This regime has been so responsible and so prudent and forward-thinking and not emotional in their decision-making. Everything's lined up, and they're still in position to make that big swing over the summer. Joe is calling from Wilson Park, New York. What's up, Joe? Hey, what's going on, guys? How are you, Joe? Uh, I, was originally, hey, I was originally calling about a Brandon Nimmo comment, but... Let's go. Go for it. My Brandon Nimmo comment? Yeah. Well, I, I was a little surprised you know, the take you had about you know, the fake hustle and all that yeah. stuff. And, yep. You know, um, yeah, I, I could see where you could see it. Uh, my question was, is, is there actually some kind of a statistic on how many hits or times this guy got on base? You know, from that hustle, you know, uh, whereas maybe if he just ran it out, he wouldn't get on base. Well, can I just say you one know, thing, Joe? I, I tried looking for it. I couldn't find anything. And yeah. Kind of, I would show it. Listen, uh, we, we were, listen, I'm happy. Bring, I wanted Sal to take this call because I, I see Nimmo's name on the screen there. And thanks for the call there, Joe. I'm going to address that. I'm not going to keep doing this, but there, there's shelf life for it. But I want to be fair to Nimmo, who I like. And I think what I said, at least the way it was said, 
was not reflective of what I truly meant, and I'm mad enough to own that, uh, and also not indicative of how I view Brandon Nimmo. I've got great respect respect for the young man. I, I, I really do. And I think what bothered me the most, in all sincerity, Sal, is seeing the words, you know, they built soundboards, different websites, podcast. Oh, good. And, you know, this is what you do, and you have to own it. You, you're going to have to make some mistakes, and, it's it, you know, it, it's part of the business. But everything that I teach the kids that I coach, especially my son, is what he does. And that's that bothered me. Like, that actually hurt me. I'm like, you know, you've been you've been living and saying one thing. I mean, I couldn't run. I was slow as hell, but I ran hard. Mm-hmm. My son's fast, and he runs hard. And kids who run hard... I love, and I, I teach that. So it was never about, like, the fake hustle. I wish I could delete that. I can't. It's out there forever. Again, I'll own it. But I love the guy. I love his style. My main contention was, I think Lindor's the leader. I don't think players gravitate to Nimbo, Nimbo simply because he sprints from home to first on a walk. But there's so many more layers there favorable to Nimmo that we don't have time to go over again. And I'm not going to keep repeating this, but to be fair to Nimmo, I wanted to come correct because the way it came out, I sincerely did not mean it that way. Mario is calling from Long Beach. What's up, Mario? Okay, thanks for taking my call right at the end of the show. I appreciate it. Got it, buddy. Uh, you know, uh, I want to talk about uh, what Sal was saying. Cleveland is not better than the Knicks. The Knicks killed Cleveland last year. Yeah, it's not and last they year. They got their number. It's not last what? year. It's not last year, Mario. It's a new year. Knicks are better. Know, but well, they the have a better team. The Knicks have a better team last so year. The, 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 it's not last year. It's this year. The Knicks have a better team than they did last year, but the Cavaliers are also better, and they've been playing better. Uh, hello? Yeah, you're there. Go ahead. Oh, yeah, you know. No, no, no. But they, they have their number. They beat them to the ground physically. Until they can prove otherwise, the Knicks are a better team than Cleveland. Cleveland's got to prove no, that. But Thanks that, for taking my call. That, you guys have a good evening. Thank you, Mario. Thanks, you man. too. Well, I don't that, think that's unfair what he said. No, but that's last year. Uh-huh. Yeah. My my feeling going into the postseason series last year was that the Knicks are going to win this series. They're better than the Cavs. But we both thought it would be tight. And it played out that way, though. For sure. Well, actually, well, not I mean, even the Knicks, the Knicks, yeah, No, I know. But there were yeah. some tight games. Yeah. I just, in my gut, I felt like the Knicks are winning this. This is the year it's happening. They're going to mm-hmm. win a playoff series, and they're going to do it against the Cavs and Donovan Mitchell. This year, anticipating them two going head-to-head into a postseason series, yep. I do not feel that confident. I, I respect that. Matter I, of fact, I understand that. Matter of fact, last year, I felt that the Knicks weren't going to beat the Heat even though they should have. This year, it's the opposite. I feel like the Knicks would... I, I confidently feel like they dominate Miami this year. Well, because Miami's regressing a little bit, and the Cavaliers are getting better right. and ascending because they're young. Listen, all I would say is this. I think that the Knicks... I, I, that when uh, all prefaced went whole, when the Knicks are whole, I think they could beat anybody. You're less confident. I respect the Cavs; they're going to be tough. And but the bottom line is this: if the Knicks don't get whole, it means nothing. They get they could lose to anybody. Yeah. So I understand go. it. You but, know? Yeah. All right, BT. It's Have out. fun with our buddy Dice tonight. I will. Looking forward to it. Be back again tomorrow at 10 a.m. Thanks to everybody who called. Thanks to everybody who listened. Appreciate each and every one of you. Thanks to Dope. Thanks to Hoff as well. We'll see you tomorrow at 10. Evan and Tiki coming up next. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.